Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. What the fuck? <laughs> it's, it's time to open. Time for episode of Mad Madness Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Maddox. Across from me is Matt Donnelly. And I'm now taking the on air. Clap, clap, clap. Oh, God. We were preaching. We're preaching. Clap, clap, clap. Um, clap. He, he caught the clap in Austin, apparently. That's right. <laughs> it's going around. It's going, what goes around comes around. Mm. Paul Mattingly. Yeah. You have to be loving this Melania Trump body double story that's floating around the internet. I mean, it ain't the first time I've seen it. <laughs> I know. I've, it's, I've, just get, it's just blowing up now because people are like, oh, wait, what? Well, they talked about it on The View. They did. I think so. Stop. Yeah, I think they talked about it on the mainstream TV show, which is why it's and? getting more. Uh, well, Melania Trump came out and said, this is, this is impossible. Mais she no. was on there? No. She put out, like, a statement. Oh, no. no. I was looking over... It's phony baloney. It's not her. I was looking over... There's, like, there's like images where she's, like, five inches difference of height. But that's the... The height thing is the one I don't like. That's the argument I don't like. But look at her face, too. That's the face one is the one... But that's all you need! <laughs> it's just that one picture that I'm like, okay... That's somebody wearing a face. The only thing that like I, I'm going to eat my words on is if that picture's not real. Yeah. But that's it. If that picture is real, Melania uses a body double. <laughs> so there are pictures She definitely of, does. So there are pictures of the president and the, the first lady. Yeah. Giant air quotes. Right. That appear to not be Melania Trump. Yes. There's the first lady and the false lady. <laughs> oh, that's And that's then there's one where she has like a bodyguard walking next to her mm-hmm. that looks a lot like her. <laughs> that is like, oh, well, if you're going to cast a body double, then maybe the person who already has security clearance to be everywhere. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah. That's what's going on. They do it. And, I mean, it's all over. All the big dictatorial regimes utilize body doubles. Right. That's how it is. Yeah. I just fall in the script. Was the uh, the that's true? You're right. This is, this is he's 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 taking everything out of the dictator's playbook it's, and he, having he, a body double is one of them. That's all he's doing. <laughs> no, we need to do. We need to put a fake Melanie up. <laughs> I uh, I got I got unusually angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, SNL, which I didn't even watch it, but I saw the clip of Pete Davidson makes a joke where he equates R. Kelly to the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. I saw this. Okay. This is amazing. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to find the actual joke. Here. I didn't see it. Uh, I read about it. Yeah. I read it, and then I, I looked it up online, the, the video of Pete Davidson doing the joke. Yeah. And, yeah, it's... Uh, while Matt keeps looking for it, I'll just keep talking about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's it's really like, uh, it, it's saying like, okay, R. Kelly. Uh, people are saying that they're not going to listen to R. Kelly's music anymore. He says, uh, he says, before I continue, uh, this guy is a monster and he should go to jail forever. Right. But if you support the Catholic Church, isn't that like the same thing as being an R. Kelly fan? Like, I don't see the difference, except for one music. One one's music is significantly better. Right. Fine joke. Is that the joke? Yeah. And I like I like the end of the joke because it's really like you really sit there, or at least with me, it made me think like, okay, which one's music is better? 
Yeah, right. <laughs> for for centuries, the Catholic Church was the epitome of, of art and music I in the world. I fly on eagle's wings. You flip a coin on that one, my yeah. friends. <laughs> There's a not dissimilar chord progression. Uh, but the uh, Diocese of Brooklyn said the subject was no laughing matter and blasted the humor as disgraceful Eat and offensive. shit. Apparently, the only acceptable bias these days is against the Catholic Church. It should be acceptable. No, 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 Archbishop of, Archdiocese of Brooklyn, Archbishop of the Diocese of Brooklyn, whoever the fuck you are. No, no, no. The hubris to come out against a joke like that. Well, first of all, part of, part of his statement was it's horrible to laugh at the victims of child abuse. Oh, uh, well, first of all, Which that's not sure what's is. going on. Not what's happening. Not at all. Uh, also, it is absolutely acceptable to make fun of an organization that promote that basically promotes child molestation. Yep. Certainly certainly has, has handled it, you know, best condones, case scenario, they've handled it poorly. Condones, conceals, and facilitates. Right. No two ways about it. They condone, conceal, and facilitate the abuse of children and the protection of the abusers. Right. That's proven. That's just that's just happened. And that's not and it's not just happened once and it's not just happened twice. It's a myriad of times to the point of epidemic levels. It's frightening. And this is the reason that I still don't understand why on earth my parents can't make the jump from let's leave holy orders to, you know what, let's leave this whole dumpster fire of a religious organization completely behind. Keep the tenets of the faith if you wish, but do not in any way attend service don't at support. a church don't that support is part that of that organization. This is where... Don't do it. I'm. This is where I actually agree with the Diocese of Brooklyn. Okay. Oh, yeah? Let's R. Kelly it. abused maybe 20 people. Okay. Right. <laughs> the Catholic oh, no. Church has yeah. abused You're right. tens of thousands of children. It's an unfair comparison. You're not even in the same league. No. It's unfair to R. Kelly is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. R. Kelly, you shouldn't... The church is like, excuse me. R. Kelly can't even shine my shoes when it comes yeah. to abusing Who the fuck children. Is this guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> this Johnny come lately. He's having a fine rookie season from an institutional level. Right. But we know how to abuse the fuck out of yeah. kids worldwide. Take a we step. have been doing it forever. Get out of here, Green League. And not only that, but like R. Kelly did it, and then like no one tried to move him to another place for him to work to keep working. The church <laughs> yeah. would have actually found R. Kelly another place to go. Yeah, I think he was on the same label for a long time, right? Yeah, exactly. They didn't hide him behind another label. No, they didn't hide him, right? Ridiculous. <laughs> it's a big deal. This Catholic Church came out and said they like defrocked a cardinal. Right. They defrocked. One. They did that and one. they did that in the one. last couple of months. One. One person they one defrocked. Guy. One person. One By guy. the way, defrocked doesn't mean put him in jail. No. That mean killed him. <laughs> they didn't kill a guy. It's like, or maybe also that R. Kelly's not paying up. Because the Catholic Church is like, listen, yeah. we abuse the fuck out of kids and then we pay. Please don't compare us to R. Kelly. Right. R. Kelly paid though. The, oh, well, there you the go. Families, the families of kids got, got money. So I think he's doing a fine job. Yeah. <laughs> he's, Maybe. he's doing at least as well as the he's Catholic Church. He's trying to get he's, into the same He league. just doesn't have the longevity yet. He's doing the Catholic Lord's work. <laughs> the Catholic Lord's work. Episode title? <laughs> <laughs> doing the Catholic Lord's work? Doing the Catholic Lord's work. I was, yeah, I just was like, I was like, what are you? What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and a, also, like, you shouldn't be making jokes about victims of children. Like, okay. Fine. You know, back when, remember, mailmen were shooting people up? Yes. Right? And yeah, so then people were making go, fun of going, going postal, postal, right? Right. The person, still, still a saying. The person who shouldn't pop up shouldn't be like, the the postmaster general. Shouldn't be like, hey, <laughs> right. think about the victims. Right. Like, yeah, 
Oh, I am. Right. <laughs> you know, the reason like, we're making fun of you is because of yeah. the victims. Yeah, exactly. Don't you dare compare the post office to Columbine. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, exactly. What the hell? It's, yeah. Right. So it's like, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe someone else besides the Catholic Church can make that argument. But mm. you, you the Catholic kinda... Church can't. No. No way. No. No. no way. no. They do not have a leg to stand like, on in this argument. Like if we wanted to step up and be like, yeah, that seems a little unfair. Yeah. No. Fine. Yeah. We're yeah. not going to. No. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, if we wanted to make that argument, fine. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. And like what, like what? Okay, so this has been an, this has been an ugly story for a long time now, and yeah. I still don't know what they've done differently. Nothing. The church. Yeah. Nothing. Well, they defrocked a guy. <laughs> they defrocked that one guy. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the, nothing's going. And then on, said man. To everyone else, don't be like this guy. Cut it out. Don't be like this guy. <laughs> well, the MJ stuff, it all ties in. Yeah. That, you know, there's moments of outrage and then it just fades down. Yeah. We were talking about this before the news cycles, 24 hours. Yeah. The guy in uh, whatever that state was with the blackface picture. Oh, that's the, yeah. He that just, guy was he just, just waited it he out. He just knew it. He just waited right. it out. He's like, no. Uh, yeah, Virginia. The, yeah. the governor of Virginia. Yeah. He's yeah. like, ah, give this two more days and I'll be fine. And right. he was just chill. And now he's there he's for like, another. He's like, Trump's going to do something batshit crazy, or, or North Korea is going to do something batshit crazy. And this and, is yeah. where we're at with uh, the Catholic Church. Yeah. Everybody knows what's going on. And everybody's complicit. And everybody's just fine with it. Well, the thing I I, I would love to take a poll of, of you know, uh, church-attending Catholics that have yeah. children and say, great. If uh, if your priest, you know, stepped up in front of the congrega- congregation one day, and said, "Hey, there is a big uh, gathering of priests out in the woods, <laughs> and uh, we, we would like to take your children on a, on a woodsy retreat with." Uh, I saw this on Netflix, know, right? This is a hundred site. priests. Yeah. <laughs> would any of them say, "Yeah, sure, hey, go for uh, it"? Yes, Jacob. Yes. Many of them would. Okay, would, are, the, would the majority of them? How about that? I would say a good half of them would, and even if they came back... I don't back, think they would. Even if the, oh, yeah? Well, let me tell you a little something about the Catholic Church. <laughs> even if half of them came back raped, they'd send them out again. And they wouldn't blame the church. Ray. They would blame their own failings and the devil... And the influence of them not being faith people of faith enough right. for these bad things to have happened. No, some to people them. would do that. Yeah, of course. But if enough of them do it, Jacob, they're the ones that stay in the church. And at this point, that's almost all that's in the church. Yeah, you have to be completely blinders on. And I'm telling you, if they asked for all the kids to come out to the woods, most of them would go. I'm telling you. All Most right. of them would go. I don't think they would, but maybe they I, w- would. I wish I wish I would you go, were right, but, but like with a switchblade, you know what I mean. <laughs> but you wouldn't. Know. I'd, I'd go, and when I came back unmolested, I'd be like, "What's wrong with me?" Yeah, exactly. I'd send, I my, I'd send my kid with like a chastity belt, but like like a taser version. Yeah, try to undo the code. Taser belt. Taser it's belt. All <laughs> it's all a fucking nightmare. All of it. It's so grotesque, Matt. Only there was only one. There was only one casualty in the in the in the rapey woods uh, priest weekend, and it was that your child electrocuted himself today. Yes. <laughs> oh no. Oh, my I forgot taser. the insulation underwear underneath the taser underwear. My taser chastity belt backfired. <laughs> my plan backfired. Literally, your child your child caught on fire. Boof. Um. 
Uh, well, Paul, you brought uh, you brought treats. You brought treats. So here. we okay. are in the age of full uh, soda flavor manipulation. Yes, we're getting to uh, a whole new place. I brought we all live as astronauts. Coca Cola Zero Sugar Orange Vanilla. Orange Vanilla. None of us have tried it yet. I love so. Me it's some time for an on-air Ooh, taste test. It has a lovely bouquet. Yeah, let's give it. A, let's let's see what's in the nose. It's Ooh. a little a little zest to the bouquet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got some Highland Stone fruit. <laughs> so it's definitely got uh, it's definitely got orange. I'm detecting a hint of vanilla. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and I'm vanilla. Getting orange. I'm getting vanilla. The vanilla is pretty strong. I'm getting, cola. I'm getting some yeah. coke. Yep. Here we go. <laughs> All right, let's try it out. Yuck! You like it, Jacob? No, not not even a little bit. It's okay. No, it's not. <laughs> it tastes more like the vanilla cola Coke than it does an orange Coke. It reminds me of the old um, orange cream sodas. Yeah, if you took that and mixed it with Coca Cola. Okay, and those are two flavors that I'm, I'm, I'm fine without. That's kind of kind of what it is. It is it is creamsicle cola. Yeah, it's yeah, sort of like a like a creamsicle float. Yeah, yeah, yeah I hate it. Okay, <laughs> the verdict is in. Jacob Paul, is out. P- Paul, how are you? I'm okay. I've honestly burned myself out on the vanilla Coke Zero, so I'm feeling the same effect of this. Right. I don't really like the vanilla Coke Zero anymore. It's too sweetie. It's too. Bleh. Yeah. This has got that same vibe. I could have one of these. Maybe once a week, late at night, as a little d- dessert aperitif kind of thing. I could never drink this with anything. Mm-hmm. This is a by itself soda experience. Okay, and it's not. I'm it's not the closest going, we've done to like a YouTube unboxing type video. I'm not yeah. going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with Jay. I'm not going back. Once that box is done, I got. So you got like, a case of this. I got like eight more of these waiting for me at home. Okay, you will finish that can and then finish that case. I'll finish that case, but that'll be and that'll be slow going. Anne might finish it before I do. Who knows? She might really, really take this, this flavor. I will. Uh, What's your feeling? I uh, thank you for asking, Paul. I uh, I think the Catholic Church. Is, no, I'm kidding. Um, oh dear, it's it's weird. I've taken two sips now. Sip number two is different than sip number one. Yes. I'll grant you that. Okay, I'll try sip number two. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Yuck. (laughs) It was different. It's a different type of yuck. Yeah. The new yuck is here. Yeah. Oh, go back to yuck classic. New yuck. I'm living for New York. You remember Coke too? I'm in vanilla Coke I'm in a New York state of mind. Did you ever have Coke too? I did have Coke too. I did not like it. Because it was over in that Jersey, uh, New York area. It did. Yeah, they tried really it where there. they hit it. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever have Coke too, Jacob? No. Me neither. Uh, Good talk. You didn't like it. <laughs> this is weird aftertaste to it. It has like, minutes later, it has like a Necco wafer kind of feeling on my tongue. It's giving me battery vibe. I'm not happy. Well, all diet soda gives me battery vibe. I Is guess. this diet? Yeah. It's, oh, it's Coke Zero. Yeah. Does that change your opinion? Uh, maybe I'd like it more if it was regular Coke. Oh, yeah. Well, there is a regular version. Maybe I'll try that if yeah. you hand me a can of that. <laughs> I will not I hand you say, a can of that. I don't think I would ever try this on purpose again. No. But if I was at a gas station... Road trip and there was like, like when regular zero calorie, like regular diet coke mm-hmm. and regular diet Pe- diet Pepsi, just regular 
Diet Pepsi. Yeah. It, to me, is just battery acid. It I do not just, like Diet Pepsi. My wife is a Diet Pepsi fiend. I just, Diet Coke, my wife, my wife also likes the Diet Coke and the Diet Pepsi more than the Zero versions of really the Pepsi Max or the I like Coke. the Pepsi Max better than the Diet Me Pepsi. Me too. Yeah. Is that a male female thing? It must be. Right. I wonder. And I'm I have no problem admitting I'm just a pawn to Madison Avenue. Yeah. Um, but to me, it really is a taste that I, I don't uh, don't enjoy at all. So if they only had this versus like regular diet something, I'd probably go with this on a, at a gas station. Uh, I, I've gotten into my favorite now is Diet Dr Pepper Cherry. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That solves everything, and that's rare. Uh, uh, Fresh uh, gas stations they always have Cherry Dr Pepper, but yep. not Diet Cherry Dr Pepper. Nope. And they just have regular Diet Dr Pepper. And I will say, I bought two twelve packs yesterday. Uh-huh. Cleaned out the supply at my local Walmart. <laughs> it is a very popular <laughs> diet drink. Yeah. Um, Walmart. You back at the Walmart. I went hard on Walmart yesterday. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bought a bunch of shit. You went hard. I went hard. Well, they had a new uh, WWE display. Uh-oh. Yeah, new action figures. Brand new... Uh, a new wave. A new wave? Yeah. So, uh, so I went digging. Are they the same size as other oh. figures you've collected in the past? Yeah, it's all the same. So the sa- Okay. I have a, a uniform set of these Mattel-style... WWE action figures that I now have pretty much everything I've ever wanted. Okay. There are, honestly, I had a wish list that mm-hmm. I put together. Yeah. There are two figures on that wish list that I still don't have. Just two. And what are they? Jesse the Body Ventura, okay. who I will never get because I don't think they're ever going to get a license from him. Uh, it's probably okay. never going to happen. Oh, so that doesn't, it, it doesn't exist. No, Why? It doesn't he exist. needs okay. money. Why wouldn't he give up his license? He must have beef with them. I, they did not have the most amicable split. There are people that leave the organization and it goes really south. I mean, they yeah. didn't have Ultimate Warrior for a long, long time. Yeah. He got together right before he died and got back on their good side and everything. Right now, we're in a place where the Hardy Boys have figures coming out because they weren't cool with WD for a long time. So I'm grabbing up every Matt and Jeff that I can find. Okay. Um, so I got a new Matt and Jeff uh, set. <laughs> You can throw that away, Jacob. Jacob just walked over his coke. Shitty drink. <laughs> uh, but drink my this. my big score was right there. Mint in package. Beautiful. Ready to go. On the shelf. When you find them on the shelf, nothing like it. They had they have two levels of figures. They have the basics and then they have the... I think they call them the deluxe. What do they call them? I don't know. Anyway. But they've got more... Uh, they've got a, a waist crunch. A little more... Posability, and they always come with a shitload of accessories, and they're fancy. Okay. New Dusty Roads. New Boom. Dusty Roads. The American Dream. The Dusty American Rhodes. Dream, baby. He comes with a T-shirt for the little figure, sunglasses, a ball cap, big belt that he wears, changeable hands. Now they're getting into. Anyway, Ch- what are you, changeable hands. Yeah. Do the kids like Dusty Roads? No. WWE action figures have a very split market. They so produce, they know. Oh, no, they know. They're for the you of, they, of America. They do both. Well, they got the guy. They got the guys that are Some in are charge. Some are for the youth of America, and then they're the for you the you of America. The guys who are in charge of the line yeah. know their fan base extremely well. They're very open with the fan base. They talk to them big time at conventions. They know what fans want. They know the figures that are going to sell like hotcakes, and they also do what Vince and the Overlords want, which is produce. 20 to 30 variations of Seth Rollins and uh, 
Roman Reigns every year. Oh, oh, okay. So the people have to have every one. So that the ba- well, not not just that. Did yeah. the babies want? And not even if the oh, babies. Oh, want- no, my kid has seventeen Lightning McQueens. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that there's that, and then there's Seth Rollins. There are. There's so many different variations of right. different yeah. cars. Right. For your kid's birthday a couple of years ago, I got him some uh, some cars. Cars. Yeah. And uh, and he was very sweet and he was very gracious about it and liked. I believe he liked them. Yeah. And um, said something to you. And you said, "Well, you can just ask. You can just ask Jacob." And he comes over and and shyly but and politely says, uh, "Next year, uh, could you also get me a Lightning McQueen?" <laughs> Which we were like, and I, and I said, "I was like, well, I just I knew you had a lot of light, Lightning McQueens, so I got you I got you a lot of the other ones." He goes, "Oh, yeah, yeah, but I, I like Lightning McQueen." <laughs> so, okay, great. We've like fought like, like you know. At the store, is good. Let's get. I'll get you one toy. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Target, and then they he wants a Lightning McQueen. I'm like, you you have all of all of them. You have all of them, and they want another one. And he just was like, hey, that's the one I it's want. It's Not the same. He doesn't have the same one. Does he have dupes? Uh, I think he's dupes. accidentally gotten dupes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's arguing with me that they, something different on the tire or something. Oh yeah, which yeah. has made me become a pseudo expert in Lightning McQueen, right? Because <laughs> I think I now get all the variations, <laughs> so I can make the argument that he already has. Hilarious. You are more of an expert on Lightning McQueen than you ever intended. to Yes, be. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the other side of that, and with with the, the Seth Rollins and the uh, the Roman Reigns figures, Roman yeah. Reigns has been the face of the company and the big push boy that Vince has wanted to be the new Hulk Hogan for a long, long time. Yeah. Boy, I like that Paul calls him Vince. And so he just <laughs> pushes it. Like it knows him. He pushes it. Oh, me and Vinny, Vinny Mac go way back. Um, so uh, he just pushes it. Pre-steroids, during steroids, post-steroids. We go way back. Yeah. I don't think there's really a pre-steroids with Vince McMahon. <laughs> Is there a post? He was super no. skinny when he first was announcing with Mean Gene. Oh, yeah, yeah. You think so for a minute? He was wearing those 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 outfits. Just just go back and watch. There's a weird I, in my mind. He's very skinny. There's a weird roid out body just starting. Like okay, there, there was yeah. a while when he was announcing with Jesse Ventura, where I yeah in my mind he's skinny because I'd fallen off. But with, is it just because he's standing next to Jesse Ventura? Yep, because I'd fallen. And he's off. wearing a suit, and you can't ever get a whole look of what's going on under the tank. I remember, like, I remember thinking he was a skinny little guy that used to tank. talk next to Mean Gene Okerlund. I had no mm-hmm. idea that he's even part of the. I thought he was just an announcer. Right. I had no idea that he was part of the family. Well, yeah, he had President Jack Tunney, giant quotes. That's right. Yeah, was, yeah, the, yeah. was the face of the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was just another dude. Yeah, yeah, It was just a guy. You're right. You're right. Oh, gurgle. Whoa, oh. orange vanilla gurgle. So he, oh, had, no. he had Jack Tunney to throw under the bus whenever any uh, controversial decisions went down. Right. <laughs> so then, you know, I fell, fall away from wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then. Because you turned 16. Turned, yeah, yeah. So I was like, girls? And then uh, uh, some celebrity does something in a ring, and they show Vince McMahon. And all of a sudden, I saw, like, roided out fucking Vince, shredded Vince McMahon for the first time. I was like, what the fuck happened to Vince McMahon? Yeah. I mean, let's face it. The celebrity that they showed in the ring was Donald Trump. Probably. Could have yeah. been. Because been I remember seeing was, that clip over and over again. It was, was probably, Donald Mike, Trump it was in probably the Mike Tyson. Yeah. Mike, was, the Mike Tyson moment got a lot of people back on board. Yeah. I don't remember. I just remember seeing. I don't, it's, it, yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard because at that oh. time Trump would have meant nothing to me, so I wouldn't have noticed. Right. Remembered. Right. Speaking of, uh, I saw a video clip of Mike Tyson the other day in a Las Vegas restaurant, and uh, someone had him do a little a little shadow boxing uh-huh. in the restaurant. Still looks like the most dangerous man on the planet. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I'm sure like, he can handle himself in a fight. Yeah. Like through through some shadow box punching, uh, and uh, I was like, holy shit! Like he he's still got speed. Like hold, damn. Ooh. And of course, the technique is still there. Yeah, you, that doesn't leave the body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, that, that's that's scary. Yeah, yeah. That's scary looking. Yeah, I would not. Uh, he's a bad man. I, no matter what, Paul, I will not fight I'll Mike Tyson. What, okay? I'll do, I'll do a little shadow boxing if you do me a favor. I just, I like, I like to try some of your friends' fries that you got on that plate there. I see they got a certain kind of spice to them. I just want to see if they were going to be too spicy. I, I see you've got a baby there, and I, I don't want to eat the whole baby. <laughs> but, I, but I'd like to maybe just taste, give me a little taste. Let me get a nibble of that ear. I want to see if his ear is what I think. I, I got a, a, a flavor, a flavor concept in my brain that I want to see if it matches with reality. I, I have a very refined ear palate. That's an event that only gets more bizarre with time. Oh, yeah. But the biting of Evander Holyfield's ear. Yeah. Both ears. Both ears. That's both piece, of, piece of ear oh. on the mat. I, I, I don't think it was both ears. I think it was one ear twice. I think it was the same ear twice. Challenge. Siri. <laughs> Alexa, how many ears did Mike Tyson bite? <laughs> Alexa, buy ears. <laughs> Buying ears of corn. Tyson Holyfield ear. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was the same ear twice. Which ear? Because the picture. I'm gonna I, type in ears and see if it takes me somewhere else. I just know that the pictures of the ear was the same. It was one ear. Which ear did Mike Tyson bite on Evander Holyfield? The ear's name was Stephen. What? Evander Holyfield that, in college football? That didn't help anybody at all. Uh, Evander Holy for biting Evander Holyfield on both ears. Referee Mills. Oh, both, ear, both ears. For, there you go for biting Evander Holyfield on both ears. Thank you. Syndicated. <laughs> I know my ear bites. You sure do. I'll oh. never doubt your ear bite knowledge again. Just ask but my now wife. Mike Tyson is to live forever. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we watched a bit, a bit of the Lost Boys last night. Really? Lost Boys? Yeah. The fucking uh, Keith, young Kiefer Sutherland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the movie that does not hold up at all? Does not hold <laughs> up at all. Because <laughs> we boy, did I like that movie when I was a kid. We uh, Maggots. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, see, you remembered that. I didn't remember the maggots. And that was the first thing Ann said as soon as I threw That's it on. That's because you didn't start eating rice till you were 30. Right. She, <laughs> that's true. And, uh, and you know, we just got uh, HBO because she's hooked on the new uh, Adnan Syed documentary oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah so she had to watch that support that that's the guy from the uh the podcast series podcast. podcast okay recently denied a new trial yeah fascinating tragic stuff just throughout throughout it's the saddest goddamn thing uh but he's uh, currently in bars he is behind in bars, bars. Has, he is currently in bars. inside yes. chocolate bars seems you'll uncomfortable find, you'll find drinking pine after pine i got of a chocolate. golden ticket <laughs> Hey, I got an odd non Syed in here. Hey, I get to go to jail for at least twenty years, probably longer. Life, yay! So, yeah. and 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 listeners of the podcast or followers of the documentary believe he's innocent. Yes. Okay. Or at least there's a lot more to, and there's a lot more to it. It mm. is, it is a perfect case of a perfect storm of crazy shit that goes down with our legal system. Yeah. Mm. And it just exemplifies on every level, from the investigation to the trial to the incarceration system, to all of it. You the the flaws are so myriad, varied, and extreme. Yeah. Throughout the entire proceeding of the case, that it just holds up as this beacon of our justice system is terribly flawed. I mean, you know, we we, were, we took a tour of Brushwood's compound. Yeah. 
And this crazy ass story of uh, of this, you know, uh, daycare center mm-hmm. uh, where the kids said that they uh, were caught uh, caught adults doing satanic rituals. Right. Well, I I dug into it when when Brian mentioned it. I I really I started digging into what it, what had happened in there. Mm-hmm. So this one kid came forward, and uh, for the kids listening, Jacob did a deep dive. It's true. Uh, this one kid came forward and said that the people who ran this daycare... Did he want us talking about that? Oh, does he want to keep that for himself? Oh, I don't know. I think he wanted to not bring that up. Oh my gosh, you guys. I thought on the VIP tour he kind of was like, kind of keep this. Oh, okay. I thought. Well... I didn't want to keep going if we're going to find, oh. find comedy gold on this. I know it was... I mean, because I just Googled the... the People. I know it's relatively public knowledge, but I don't know how far he wanted to. Okay. Let me just say this: maybe it was just me and what I did. <laughs> well, I, I think what he wouldn't mind is in the in the satanic panic in the eighties. Yes, uh, some some people went to jail. Like th- there were some people in this. Like kids said that the right. people running the place were doing satanic rituals, which they weren't. They, they were just people exactly. running a daycare. Exactly. And uh, and the kids said it, and they went to jail, yep. and they and they ended up getting released. A long time later, yeah, like decades later, years. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Seventeen years for with an expert testimony, an expert on Satanism, a giant quote, expert expert on Satanism, which is right. In court. Oh boy, there was a red letter media that just came out with a. They did a video about satan, satanic panic. Was one of the videos they reviewed. Man, oh man, satanic experts are a hoot. Oh man, a hoot. I saw a, a yellow uh, letter media one, <gasps> yeah. or was it Ooh. red letter? Red letter, yellow letter. Red letter, yellow yeah. letter. <laughs> um, I remember yeah. there was a kid in my junior high who uh, claimed to have met. Who's the guy that, that wrote the Satanic Bible? Anton LaVey? That guy. Alistair Crowley. No, uh, LaVey. LaVey. Claimed to have met LaVey. Yeah. Claimed that he was standing in a room and LaVey uh, materialized out of a cloud of mist. <laughs> And that he tried. Oh, did you miss me? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and that he, uh, that Levey pulled out a knife, had a had a knife, and this cut, knife was in the mist too. And cut off, <laughs> missed my organs. Cut off the kid's hand. What? Used the hand in a ritual, in a satanic ritual, and then reattached the hand. And that's why he still had his hand and could come to school. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. That's uh So that's an example of a kid uh making something up. Yep. At least at least part of something. Well, you're gonna find similar type shit in the Adnan Sayed. What's case. the hand ritual? Not ritual stuff, but just as far as people just making shit. What ritual shit up do you do with one hand? Uh I have It's one. called the stranger. I have one, Matt, <laughs> and it's a pretty good ritual. I gotta say, I'm never disappointed in that ritual. <laughs> How often has it performed this ritual? Uh you can do it whenever you like, but the recommendation is to be alone, or at the very least, with someone you absolutely trust. The recommendation is to be alone, to be with someone that you absolutely trust, or to be a big-time comedy star. Oh, you missed me? It's me, Lefty. <laughs> Welcome to the ritual of the hand. Oh, man. Yeah, this kid was, this kid was super, super creepy. I'm sure he was just that kid. Um, I uh, yeah, I remember. I we found the sacrificed dog. There's a bunch of Satanists. 
mm. doing their thing. A sacrificed dog? We did, yeah, as a kid. Oh, Which means you just found a dog that a bunch of kids had tortured and murdered. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's it's horrible. Just horrible. Yeah, yeah. So I remember, I remember the Jail satanic time. panic hitting that's, Jersey. But see, that's not... That's awful. Yeah, I mean, so they had like they had like a little fort in the woods with they that they people built painted satanic fort symbols dog on. killer, and yep. then uh, walking down the tracks, it looked it looked like a train had run over a dog. That's probably what happened. Nope. <gasps> when we got up, there was no blood around that incident, and <gasps> the head was on one side of the tracks, and the the rest of the dog was on the other side uh, of the tracks. Well, could have, I mean, you know, weird things can happen when a train hits a dog. I'm gonna believe a train hit a dog. All right. And try and not think about people torturing a dog to death. Yeah. Because that makes me You know, so I already sad. doubted Paul's ear knowledge. Uh, if, so, if, yeah. I, if I, you would... want to doubt Paul's uh, dog train knowledge. If, if we're going by NFL rules, you've already used your challenge flag. Yeah, yeah, It exactly. was unsuccessful, so we've taken away your challenge flag for yeah. the rest of the I lost the timeout already. <laughs> <laughs> this won't change possession, this turnover here. This will just, uh, this is just a, a, a Pyrrhic victory at best. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm sad that a dog died anyway. Yeah, I'm sad when a dog dies of natural causes at yeah. age forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what is the longest lived dog? Uh, I believe still living is uh, four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> How old is the longest living dog? The maximum recorded lifespan of a dog is about twenty nine point four years. That's there a go. good long life. It's a damn long life. It's a good long life. So no dog has if yet If I last that long, I'll be 30. happy. Yeah. No dog has yet cracked 30. So here I am. Bluey. Solid 44. <laughs> I beat dogs. Bluey, a, a dog, an, a, dog. A, an Australian cattle dog in Australia uh, in uh, 1939, died when he was 29 years and 160 days old. That's him. Bluey? Bluey. Aww. Bluey. Bluey, baby, bluey. Ah, you missed me. Um, Alexa, buy dog ears. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, send me all the dogs. <laughs> Alexa, let the dogs outside, then I can know who did it. Uh, my friend Rob has been doing all kinds of great work for dog rescue stuff. I don't know if I've mentioned him on the podcast before. I talked about how he's converting this uh, bus into a dog rescue bus. So it's going to have just nothing but crates so he can ship dogs back and forth between all kinds of different rescue shelters to make sure they don't go into the kill zone. He's just oh, going wow. to go through neighborhoods and kidnap people's dogs. No, no, no. Not at all. Uh, he's doing really good stuff. Um, he is the guy who helped me get my gig lined up in China way back in the day. And so he still has business out there. And he and uh, his wife have been working hard to try and help uh, I don't know if you're familiar with, uh, this is very upsetting, so trigger warning. There is a dog festival in China. Do you know about that? Yeah. Wait a minute. Should we have been doing trigger warnings before? Because I for talked ears. about it killed dog. For ears? Yeah. Yeah. No, but do you know about the, the dog yes. meat? Yeah, so it's, it's awful. They use dog meat, and they just basically boil dogs alive Yeah. as part of the ritual. And it's horrific. They saved a bunch of those dogs recently. Yeah, so that was. Good. I've knocked uh, Simon Cowell around a lot on this show, but he he participates in stopping that. Good uh, for him. Time. Good for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's one of those things where Simon Cowell is not an evil, evil monster. No, and no, there's, no, no. there's yeah. not a downside. He just likes people's wives. Right. There, there's absolutely um, not a downside to trying to stop that practice. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, sure. But you can, I, no, you, but he, he he spends a lot of money basically like basically buying good the dogs 
you know, uh, taking ownership of the dog so they don't that it can't be used. Good for him. Right. Yeah, he spends, he spends a shitload of money. And to there's stop plenty that of stuff. people in China trying to fight it and trying to stop that barbaric pro- yeah. process. Uh, process. Problem. Process. Process. Practice. Practice. Practice was the and word that I was, was looking how for. How Matt ended up going to the problem with a thousand dogs. <laughs> 1,001 Dalmatians <laughs> licking peanut butter off my junk. <laughs> Happy prom. Alexa, wire money to Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. That's a good one. Uh, are we set to receive those things? Okay, so. Um, <laughs> no. Damn it. Uh, if Alexa wants to wire you money, you're going to get money. Whatever Alexa wants, Alexa gets. <laughs> uh, Johnny Thompson passed away. He did. Very sadly, he did. And uh, I, if, uh, you know, didn't talk about, you know, we've actually recorded three podcasts since finding out that news. Yeah. Um, uh, and it didn't seem appropriate to bring up at any time. Uh, and only for our listeners, I mean, he, 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 played, he played a significant role in me uh, being able to become a magician. You know, he was one of the people who said he would teach me a trick when I first was putting my mm-hmm. crowdfunding together. Um, you know, and, uh, if you go to our social media pages, there's a time where you stop by the bucket show and that clip is up online. Um, I'm so glad we have that. I am so, that's the thing. So I was so sad. Yeah. Then I was so, uh, just, uh, hurting for my friends. Right. Right. You know, I just felt like, um, you know, who, who he was to Penn and Teller and, and even, you know, to Penn's whole family and, yeah. and everything else. It was. Just to kind of um, take in the sadness for, for for people who knew him a lot better than me. I listened um, yesterday to the uh, uh, Penn Sunday School reposted the interview with uh, with you, uh, Johnny Thompson, and Piff. It was you, you Penn, Johnny Thompson, and Piff, uh, and they they reposted that as their as their weekly episode from Penn Sunday School this week. And I listened to that uh, yesterday with just that that sad smile on my face the entire time. It's just it's a it's a great episode. Go if you. Yeah, if if you haven't been listening to Penn Sunday School, or if you've never listened to Penn Sunday School, give that one a listen. It's a it's a really fun one, and uh, it'll just make you smile. Yeah, yeah, it was reposted for a reason because it was Johnny really at his best, and both both in his magic knowledge, his crazy ass life, and also busting balls right. and being uh, one of the funniest guys in the room. <laughs> yeah, uh, which I just loved. And my last conversation with him was a really uh, just inappropriate joke fest. Uh, you know, uh, you know, moments, moments before he he, he went down. So, um, uh, but uh, what I love about the Bucket Show is, and this is what I, I so I, I want to bring it up only because I want you to go look at that clip. And it, you know, Johnny is a, a well loved was a well loved respected magician, and most people know him from listening just by simply because of Penn talking about him and and and, and everything else. You know, and there's so many great tributes uh, to him out there. Um. It, the Bucket Show was not filled with people who wanted to see magic at all. No. The Bucket Show was filled with 40 people who were coming out to our weekly show after mm-hmm. we got out of Fifty Shades, the parody, at 11 o'clock at night, uh, just having, you know, fuck around to an hour of improv and then go grab a drink next door. Right. Mm-hmm. They were not there for a magic show. Johnny Thompson, at 82 years old, mm-hmm. came out at 11 o'clock at night, uh, dressed for full performance, mm-hmm. and... You'll even see he gets two volunteers from the audience to come up and help him with his trick. You know, he's supposed to do one trick with Penn, and he asked if he could also do a solo trick, and we said yes. Uh, of course. Which is, you can perform the whole time, John. Yeah. Uh, uh, How long do you want to go? And, and, but, like, you know, he's coming out 11 o'clock at night, 
dressed, ready to go. You can just go watch it because those two girls in the audience have no idea who that man is. Mm-mm. They're not there because they love fucking no. Johnny Thompson. They're not there because they love magic. They don't know anything about magic. No. And you watch the guy just, you know, I always say the, the first thing that Johnny Thompson does to perform a magic trick is put the whole room in the palm of his hands. That's mm-hmm. the first thing he does before he even starts anything. Like, his smile, his stage presence, his way, he's so charming at fucking 82. He's up there just making these girls just laugh and love uh, what's going on mm-hmm. while he performs. And, you know, there's there are other, there's so many great performances he's had on television and stuff like that. And, and later in life, there's so many performances where he's been at magic conventions and stuff. But why I feel so special and why I, I love uh, that we have this clip of him performing at our show is just like to show that, like how much he just still had it. Yeah. And could win an audience over. Just win over anyone new and yeah. just, just yeah. knock it the fuck out. Just perfect skill to just yeah. step up in a new crowd and just take the room over. Like I mean, say. not a hostile crowd, but certainly an ignorant crowd. Uh,. <laughs> But no, I, I mean that. I know what you in, mean. In that, that, like, we didn't know most, who he most was. Most people didn't know who yeah. he was. Yeah. No, uh, I would say most of the audience there did not know who he was. And all of the audience. And our crowd is ignorant. They don't know what a lot of things <laughs> are. <laughs> there were a lot of people watching that on Periscope that knew who he was. Yeah. Sure. They were flipping out. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty cool. But I mean, also, the entire audience, like you say, they were not there to see a magic act. No. And if you show up somewhere to see a show and all of a sudden there's a magic act. If it's not a good magic act, that's probably going to be a little frustrating. Yeah. But instead, he he completely won the audience over instantly and then did whatever he wanted to. And it was extraordinarily entertaining. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that trick, if you go and look at the first trick he does, he's passing the balls over the net, and it just is uh, like he's doing a left-handed, he's doing a right-handed. That Sunday school that you listened to with Piff afterward, Mm. we stuck around afterward because that was when – Penn was trying to learn like a new trick every week kind of thing. Right. And Johnny stayed afterward and just started teaching Penn that exact trick. And then Piff and I didn't go. We we didn't go anywhere. We were like, right. we can watch Johnny teach. We're going to watch Johnny teach. And we then watch teach. Johnny teach Penn. We were going to watch Johnny teach Penn. And then and in between, while Penn was practicing, he turned around and started teaching Piff and I how to, how to palm cards differently than we were. And right. How to do it better. And I couldn't get it down. I'm like, why? And he, was, and he just was, he could do everything left-handed and right-handed. It didn't matter which side or whatever you were doing. That's amazing. And he would just go into pattern, just go into you know any trick and just start just start doing it. He never he remembered every word to everything. It was just crazy. So my favorite part of the of that Johnny Thompson uh, balls over the net trick that he was doing for Bucket Show is uh, the part of it that is not a magic trick at all. Which is you know I, I can I can now pass this ball uh, over to the other hand and I can either do it invisibly or I can do it visibly. And uh, how would you like me to do it? And uh, the, the young lady who was, who was uh, assisting said, "Oh, uh, you know, do it visibly." And he goes, "Okay, well, it's not as interesting." And he just tosses one ball from the from the, one hand to the other hand. Mm-hmm. He goes, okay, well, that thing, and he taught me stuff where, you know, I came to him and saying, "I can't do a lot of moves, but do you have stuff?" Right. And he had tricks that that make it seem like you're doing sleight of hand when you're not, right? And like ways to just cover up stuff with jokes. Or you can do dirty work instead of trying to do dirty work slickly. Just dirty work. Just make a joke while you do dirty work, and then just move on. Yeah, and it's really great, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and that's the thing is like at first I was sad. I'm still, of course, sad. Yeah. Uh, and then it's sad for my friends, but on, then honestly, just grateful. Sure. Like I yeah. 
what that man did for me these last couple of years and the time I got to spend over the last couple of years, I feel selfish. I feel like guilt, not right. just sadness, but like I got to spend he a lot of time with him and he got to teach me a lot of stuff and, and it's fucking thousands of people would switch places. You know what I mean? It just, it's just, well, I mean, you feel guilt stupid. because it's not fair. It's not fair that, that you got to spend that time with him and other people didn't. Right. And other people would have loved to spend that time with him, but I mean, that's just not how life works. No. And I, you know, I, I want to, I want to put up such a, I want to put up every story. I want to put up every glowing tribute. And I will, you know, in time. But at first I want to step back and just let people who are much more involved with him say, speak first, you know? Um, but what's crazy is that, uh, you know, if he ever said like, Hey, are you Johnny Thompson? He'd always go, you must be a magician. Um, you know, if he was recognized anytime in public right. and the truth of the matter is, is whether he's worked with Penn and Teller or, you know, fucking whoever, you know, any other legendary magician. He's worked with every major magician and the only big time magicians that he has not worked with wanted him to work with them. And he said no. <laughs> right, right. And or whether you were a 10 year old with a deck of cards and, and you ran into him at some convention or at, yeah. a, at, a, at a restaurant. He took the same time. He was invested in so many people. And he remembered you. He remembered people. A, it was um, crazy. Uh, a young woman that, that I know who is just now getting into magic. Yeah. Uh, I was talking with her last night, and uh, she was saying, yeah, uh, you know Johnny Thompson passed away. I said, yeah, I, I, I know that. That's, it's, it's, uh, it's terrible. She goes, yeah, I, I just can't believe it because he had told me that he was going to work with me uh, after I got better at some, some uh, magic moves. He had, he had said that he was going to work with me and, and be one of my mentors. And I said, yeah, that's that's, a, that's uh, I, I believe that completely. It's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, I was laughing because, like, I remember when I went to him for for uh, Hillbill, he taught me one card trick, uh, and then uh, he got invited to lecture at a, a magic convention, and all of a sudden he ended up getting this like private audience with like sixty student VIP students. Mm-hmm. And since he just taught me that, it was on his mind. So he taught 60 people the same trick. And I was like, you just taught me that. Yeah. And now he just gives 60 people the same trick. Uh, but he just couldn't stop. He wouldn't stop teaching. I mean, like, when I first was working with him and RJ, well, I went to, I went to work with him by myself. And realized that was a mistake. Right. And brought RJ with me every other time. Because I was like, I need someone who can. Translate. Johnny Johnny just was giving me so much stuff mm-hmm. that I couldn't possibly understand everything he was need telling me. Need a filter. Me. Yeah. I needed someone to, like. Actually, the process take was, notes. Yeah, yeah. Help me take notes and everything else. And uh, no, and I have priceless now videos of him teaching me. Right uh, on my iPhone, I just took pic, you know just took footage of him in his own living room, just teaching me stuff. Yep. Make sure that's backed up. It is, and uh, uh, and um, you know, uh, we were going over like finale, or whatever, and he was like, "Oh, you should do this trick where you end up with the." You end up just putting cards out. You bet a hundred bucks. You end up putting cards out, and all of a sudden, boom! It's card to wallet. It's in the wallet, but in the wallet, it's embossed. It has this like an engraving thing, and it's like it's totally airtight prediction, you know, kind of thing. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, let me, uh, let me, let me talk about that, you know. And then I was having coffee with Piff and Pen, uh, like uh, after that thing, and just talking about how awesome it was to work with Johnny. I was like, and then he was talking to me how to get this, uh, you know, card to wallet thing to work, and Pen goes. He was going to give you fucking card to wallet? <laughs> just was like, it's one of the greatest fucking tricks in the world. He's like, he was just going to give that to you? You know? Yeah. And I was like, yes. Yeah, because I needed a finale. So he's going to give me a finale trick. 
And he just was like, this has always worked for me as a finale. <laughs> and so, like, Piff and Pem were just, like, smacking their heads that Johnny was just giving me this fucking priceless <laughs> drink. Gold. Absolute, absolute gold. Absolute fucking gold. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I put together a little crowd crowdfunder, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. Um, you know, and like I said, like, I, I lined up, you know, RJ, thank God I had RJ. I lined up all these magicians to teach me one trick, and they were going to give me that trick, and I was going to have RJ present so that I could practice. I knew it was going to be a lot more practice than just one session with these magicians, you know. Right. And, you know, that's it. Two sessions with Teller, checking in with Penn here and there, you know, Piff, a couple of sessions, you know. Everybody was very generous. But Johnny was talking to me about my show. So as yeah. soon as I was teaching me a trick, he by the end of the thing, he taught me five tricks mm-hmm. and wanted to know how the show was going. And we were having lunches with him. You know, so after the first, sorry, after the second session, the first one with RJ, where I was like, listen, you, so, you know, you, you seem to be wanting to help out more. Than the than everyone else, I'm so grateful for that. I was paid money to make this show happen. I don't know what your rates are when you work with Penn and Teller. I'm not sure we're in that league. But what what do we? How do we figure how this can we out? Help I don't want you in yeah. Some how way. Do, yeah how how do we yeah. talk about this? You didn't fair. want to count on this just being a, a free thing. Yeah. And he looked at me and just said, Matt, and that's the, the fucking love about it. It's like his whole face smiles. That's what makes him amazing. His right. eyes, his eyebrows, his whole face moves when he smiles and he owns the room. And he's just to me with that big fucking Johnny Thompson smile and just goes, Matt, we're friends. Yeah. And that was it. That's it. And that's it was nice. like not doing it. And it was just. You're not going to pay me. Yeah. We're enjoying, we're enjoying each other's company. We're hanging out. We're doing something that we both like. Yeah. And I and I'm imparting knowledge to you, which which he liked doing as well. Yes, he loved imparting that knowledge. And that moment wasn't just beautiful. Now that he has passed on, in the moment, RJ and I both wept. <laughs> you you <laughs> talked both, about it then. Yeah, yeah, we both you, cried. I don't know if then. you talked about it on the yeah, show, yeah, but yeah, I know yeah. you at least told me about it then. Yeah, and, and we're very touched by it. Yeah. So, uh, more stories and stuff like that to come. But uh, just 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 uh, I'm bringing it up just because he's he's a great guy. If you don't know anything about him, he's he's worth he's worth researching and. Uh, and just go check out that performance at the Bucket Show. It's just crazy because it's just so. It's that's, just on awesome our, that's on our YouTube channel, right? On, yeah, on Hey Scoops on, on, it's on YouTube. our YouTube channel. It's on our Facebook page. We tweeted it and stuff. Yeah. So uh, go check that out. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. You ready to do a little scoop mail? Oh yes! Here we go. Physical the orange my vanilla to my guy. To my We got mail in a box. I love it. This is a can that I'm just having to work out. Message for you, son. Yeah, mine's still a good three quarters. Yeah. Guys, it's time to talk about a real tragedy. Look at this letter. Oh, no. What happened? It's been destroyed. Oh, no. I brought this letter in because I I wanted to make sure to have the name on it, which is Stan. Stan. The Ice Cream Sandwich. Stan the Ice Cream Sandwich. You're the Ice Cream Sandwich, Stan? Stan the Ice Cream Sandwich sent us a very lovely package filled with four bottles of booze. Oh, my gosh. Those four bottles of booze were destroyed in shipping. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, my gosh. So, Stan, I thank thought you. I was sad. Thank you for the effort. Uh, I know there was uh, there were two two things of moonshine in there, a bottle of amaretto for Paul, <laughs> and a bottle of Jameson. Oh, no. And uh, so, Stan, uh, the ice cream sandwich, thank you very much for, uh, for sitting that. I can't even read the letter. It, it's it's a... It was soaked in alcohol it's, and kind it's of destroyed. It's drunk. I can't believe a word it says. This letter is drunk. This letter is hammered. 
Stan, uh, thank you so much. I'm so sorry it didn't uh, reach us. Yes, the thought that counts. But they, uh, absolutely, and thank you for uh, thank you for that thought. Thank you, sir. I hope it wasn't too expensive. And please keep trying. <laughs> what, what is amaretto? Amaretto is a very sweet liqueur. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. that's it's a Paul drink. Uh, we have one here from uh, from Carson. It is Girl Scout cookie season. Yes. I am the father of two scouts. The hunt begins. And as such, we have cookies to spare for my favorite podcasters. I have sent you seven of the types available here, although there are regional differences, so other varieties may be available there locally in Vegas. Enjoy and please support any local Girl Scouts that you come across having a cookie booth, both in Vegas and anywhere else. A scoop might come across a troop selling cookies. If you do not want the extra calories, the troops will gladly take donations. Uh, Let's see. Matt should know that the Thin Mints are vegan. So Thank he can you. enjoy them guilt-free. Uh, but please give Paul first choice. We did not give Paul first choice. No, because Paul we went ahead and opened that. a couple of boxes. Uh, so we've already opened the uh, the Tagalongs and the S'mores. Correct. Tagalongs would have been my first choice. Yeah. Tagalongs are my favorite. Always have been. Tagalongs we actually probably would have fist fighted, fighted for They those. were the peanut butter sandies back in the day, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. That's what I used to call them. Uh, there's also uh, there's some other stuff in here. we got uh, Samoas. we got the Trefoils. We have some uh, some lemon ones that, oh, I, that do, I've tried before. Do you have the lemon ones? Yeah, yeah. Those are bomb. Those are good. Yeah. What else? The zesty ones. Uh, I see some Samo- some Samoas. They're Thin Mints. Yeah, uh, Savannah Smile. Oh, yeah, so, I'm going to go get some lemons. Those are, here you go. Incoming. Kaboom. Perfect. Uh, so, yeah. So, there are a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, so thank you so much for that, Carson. Uh, also, uh, Carson says, uh, for any activist scoops out there, composing a mail to point out that the Girl Scouts organization does not match some unattainable purity ideal, I don't care. Support your local Girl Scouts. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So there you go. And we got one here from Colonel John. Uh, Colonel John sent a puzzle. Oh, no. What do I have to build now? Uh, time to clear some crap off the coffee table and maybe give uh, something that Matt can trade to Piff. Uh, in exchange for more lessons, utterly useless and impractical as usual, but it was a fun puzzle to work out, uh, to open, carefully pull up, or let down. Uh, th- yeah, th- there's some instructions there, so I'll give you this uh, this puzzle, Matt. Okay, you thank go. you. Uh, all right. See. Is that all the business? What is this? <laughs> oh, and also, uh, Carson, uh, I got I got the other part of your letter here. Uh, thank you very much. He, he sent some stuff about our um, physical scoop mail address. And uh, some some pointers there for us because he worked in the postal service. Is this just for Piff and Jade? I think so. Okay, so I don't have to build this. It's for them to build. I think so. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a puzzle for, for someone else. Piff or Jade, if you're listening, get your own address. <laughs> we already did this at the holidays. People send us stuff for the Piff pod. I love it. it we'll get there. Uh, to be fair, I also or have another late. something over here for, um, for Pence on this uh, pod therapy. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. They at least record in this room. Yeah. Uh, we have one here from Anonymous Cussing Scoop. Hey, Jacob uh, and special guests, Matt and Paul. Oh, that's a, that's a new greeting. Wait a minute. Uh, I'd like to start by saying that this mail is not a ruse to get you to say extra curse words on the show. It's a real problem I face. Like it's also kind help. of funny. Right. Uh, anyway, there are, two, uh, there are two things that I do, which I thought I'd share and get some advice on. I've never told anyone else these things before, ever. Uh, first item is uh, kind of innocuous. I burp words. Do any of you guys do this? I could picture Paul doing it, maybe. I mean actually burping words by moving your mouth to control the sounds coming out when you burp. I would say that I do this 90% of the time when I am alone, never when I am with people. It started out that I would uh, try saying excuse me or uh, the actual word burp when I burp. Uh, Eventually I mastered these two and started to graduate to other uh, fun things after a few years. 
It is a simple jump from saying burp uh, to get to bitch. And the uh, the C in cunt is surprisingly easy to sound out when you burp. Uh, you can see where this went pretty easily. And now I find that I almost exclusively burp curse words and phrases like fuck you, asshole, and die bitch. I even burp fuck you in the face occasionally in tribute to ICS. Good Lord! That's a long burp. That's a lot of burp. Uh, there are more, but we don't need to get bogged down. In all honesty, I am worried that someone will hear me sometime and ask what the fuck is going on. Uh, I thought that's why you were writing. I thought you are definitely in trouble. That's that's definitely a bad habit. Right. Into. I would challenge you to say, uh, smart fart took the elevator up next time you burp. <laughs> smart fart took the elevator up. But so far, after more than a decade, <laughs> no one has, has uh, led on to hearing a thing. Do you guys have any, th- any suggestions for things yeah, uh, which might be appropriate have, to say if I ever do get caught? They think you have Tourette's, which is they're being nice. <laughs> Burp Tourette's. They're leaving you alone. A uh, part two. There's okay. Four so the second smart fart. <laughs> so the second item is less innocuous, and I feel weirder about it. A quick about me. I am level-headed. I don't yell at people. My emotions stay pretty flat unless I'm excited about something fun, and I am very emotionally tuned in to people's feelings. That being said, sometimes for no reason, when I get into my car or the shower through gritted teeth, I cannot help but scream or whisper scream obscenity. I mean weird, intense stuff. My eyes bulge out, and I just completely, uh, and I just let out completely undirected rage with no one in mind or in sight. It lasts only a second or two, and I laugh to myself how ridiculous it must look, and it's done. Much like the burping, uh, I started off uh, rather simple, and now it has gone to another place. For years, I was satisfied with the same exact phrase every time. Die, you fucking whore-ass piece of shit. Die. And that escalated in the last few years. Escalated from that, Escalated. Uh, As you can imagine, when Book of Mormon came out, the line, fuck you God and the ass, mouth, and cunt was a perfect fit for my routine. (laughs) However, here's the tough part that I am not proud about. Uh Okay. I'm not proud of the rest, but this is bad, uh, and I want to stop. Somehow, the N-word has crept its way in. I think I heard it casually used on the Adam Carolla show, and I said it out loud in one of my shouts, and it felt so dirty uh, to say that it stuck. It's like a virus that has taken over, and I can't help but shout it almost exclusively. Here's the deal. I'm not racist at all. Uh, It is just uh, that it is a bad word that is exciting to say with freedom and no repercussion. In fact, when I shout it, I only see the physical form written in my head like letters on paper. I would never say it to someone, and I don't pretend that it is okay to use. I really can't stop, though, and now I get worried uh, that I will be caught and get in a lot of trouble. Uh, Smart followers of this scoop mail may ask if this word has worked its way into my burping lexicon, and the answer is yes, very much so. I can't fucking help myself. Do you guys have any alternative phrase that I can shout in private, which is not so bad as to invoke years of prejudice and injustices, uh, which may alter my subconscious shouting routine? I know the best alternative is just to stop, but I'm not thinking that that will happen anytime soon. I can stop uh, for weeks and months even, but it comes back eventually. Uh, thanks, you guys. Fuck you in the burping mouths, and that's anonymous cussing scoop. Start off by saying Taylor Negron, and then move it to neighbor, <laughs> and then let it fly away. <laughs> um, we made this distinction, you know, on from the Triviality episode. Yes. Where we were talking uh, about curse words. Is that, to me, a racial slur, or even an engendered slur... Changes the definition of a uh, it changes changes its usage to me. So I would try to focus on cursing, which is just a general thing, right? Uh, versus using any derogatory term, which people can be, you know, saying whore, bitch, or the n word is gonna that's that's gonna get you in a lot more of a situation 
and obviously you just you're finding a way to kind of first first of all I want to say is that we, we all have a much larger temper than we let on of course and I've I've had different friends who have felt like this unbelievable burden or guilt on top of that thinking they were alone uh, everyone has a temper and everyone when they're alone has random outbursts of, of anger and and want to do that so I have them um, when I'm not alone <laughs> it's not good it's at Chili's we um, went to Chili's last night. <laughs> oh, 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 so we went to Chili's last night. Ah. Everything was great. There was a big party there. Servers were upset. Don't know why exactly. Right as we're leaving, this couple walks in behind us. I couldn't see him, but Ann said it read like a mother and son. Mm-hmm. It was not a mother and son, they were a couple. As soon as she starts to come into the room, let alone sit down right behind us, the smell of patchouli is overpowering. <laughs> ah. She has an exchange to the effect of, don't you raise your, or don't you dare say that. I took you out for a nice time. Don't you shush me. Don't you shush me. As we left, they were describing desserts to each other. <laughs> Don't you shush me. Don't you shush I'll tell you me. something that actually ties these two things together, temper and your story, is uh, last week someone shushed me. Just, I Just started straight up. Shh. Yes. But like m- more aggressive, uh, more aggressive, like shh. Rage. Right? In a co-worker environment? Or yes. A, uh, oh, oh. Pure During rage. business hours? Yes. And not, not like a boss of mine. This is not someone uh, that I work for. This is someone that I don't even work with. Like yeah. I, I don't even work. I mean, I work with them in the same company. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, we, we don't work department. together. We do yeah. not work tangentially together, uh, or we only work tangentially. together. That's the right way of saying that. Uh, and pure rage, uh, white hot. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. And I just stopped. I said, uh, "Please don't ever shush me. <laughs> that's 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 extraordinarily rude." Uh, and even if you didn't mean it as, as such, I take that to be extraordinarily rude. Please don't do that again. Wow. Uh, but I was just seething. Yeah. And I don't think I've spoken to that person since then. <laughs> uh, not because I'm I'm really uh, just going to forever be angry with this person. Right. But because I'm just like, that, that was just fucking rude. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. And it's not like something, it was not like something was being done that needed silence either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never, I mean, this might even be a question for, for the old pot ther- therapy people, because I don't know. Yeah. That's what I was thinking I don't while, know, while reading this. I don't know functionally what to do. I think it'd be funny to come up with, you know, what's that state sketch where they replace like every word uh, in uh, Scarface with like non-curse words? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the state or, well, that's a. Uh, or is it kids in the hall? Well, there's state, there's, there's the really funny, uh, it's the. Is it Godfather or it's a mafia show? Yeah. It's a parody mafia show. It's a Mr. Show bit. Yeah. Where they where they cut to Mother Father Chinese Dentist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, some Mother Father Chinese Dentist, which is still my favorite curse word of all time. Some yeah. Mother genius, Father Chinese Dentist. Uh like elementary school drama teacher a couple of years ago did Scarface in her in her like did, did a live play version of Scarface <laughs> with the kids and replaced everything. Yeah, and so it was like, like cocaine became you know snowballs and, and uh, you know all, all that kind of stuff. And uh, 
Yeah, I don't know if you want to try like switching to other words to see if you can still get that, that anger release by saying silly words. I, I think that might be just like I think that might be along the same lines of you're know, saying frickin' instead of fuck. But also yeah. he's 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 telling us clearly that this is an obsessive compulsive behavioral yeah. thing. So it might need to be addressed in therapy. I think it does need to be addressed in therapy. Um, also, and what's it blocking? Yeah, what's it? What's word? it? What? Why is it being triggered? There's some kind of what's, release what's, yeah. happening. There. Yeah, there's a release, and it's a that's a better release than a lot. Sure, but what's what's but building it's creeping it. into yeah. some more things, and I think you want to nip this in the bud before it becomes part of your everyday lexicon. And I would say into real trouble uh, because it sounds like you're being uh, kind of intellectual about this. So I, uh, let me let me address this in, in kind of an intellectual way. It sounds like all of the other stuff that you're saying is you know rage and hostility. And it's kind of what Matt was saying earlier, uh, racial slurs and cursing aren't really the same thing. Yeah. And so kind of think think through that and think through what what it is that you're wanting to convey even I mean, it's just conveying to yourself, but what do you want to convey there? And you know because that that is what that word does. Yeah, I mean, what, well, what you're saying like you're afraid of, of someone else hearing you yeah. say, use that word. Like that word does convey a, a meaning of, of... It contains intent, which is exactly the thing that, that that we have talked about. It's all about your intention, right? And if you speak a word that has no other connection but to uh, slander a specific group of people right. or individuals, that is the intention is implied whether you mean it or not so i would suggest uh thinking through that uh you're kind of doing some some thought experiments with yourself uh and thinking through that and i would also suggest talking to someone i'd, I'd suggest you know getting on getting on the old yelp or something and finding a uh, finding a therapist there's somebody you can talk to about it yeah yeah uh let's see uh yeah we could be we'll be done with that <laughs> And we'll do a little Jock versus Nerd. Oh no. Here it comes. There's no stopping it. I'm on the hunt for balls. Duck! Oh. Clap! 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 Soda burp. Steven Soda burp. We got a scooper here. The guy who couldn't stop swearing. Oh, actually. There's other stuff in the scooperty as well. Uh, greetings, gentlemen. Uh, recently, I was behind on an episode and was wondering uh, what made my husband laugh out loud when I called uh, when I called my dip and dot Buster Brown. He then played that episode for me, <laughs> and I am never calling my daughter that name again. <laughs> you also really do need a Kentucky math jingle. In that spirit, I have made a scooperty for you related to my favorite jingles on the show. Jacob, please Buster play them as Brown much or as little as you want while the game is being played. <laughs> Fucking you in the face. That's uh, in your Buster Brown faces. <laughs> and this comes to us from She Scoops, She Scores. Oh, thank you, She Scoops, She Scores. I love that. That makes me laugh very much. Yeah. It also makes me laugh that we uh, ruined your, your affectionate ruined nickname Buster for your Brown. child. <laughs> Well, I only started my kid. I started calling my kid that more. Buster Brown. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Buster Brown. It's being, a great. It's such a throwback. It's such right. That's a great way to do it. To really to subtly call your kid an asshole. Look here, Buster Brown. My kid actually. My oldest kid just started learning how to do the armpit fart. Oh yeah. Oh, perfect. But he like was excited to have learned it on the same exact level as if he had learned to you know kick a soccer ball or play piano. Or learned a new word, yeah. or math. 
He's just like he's like on FaceTime over in Austin. He's like, Dad, when you come home, I'm going to show you. I know how to do an armpit fart. Great. I, I have to. I can't wait to get home. I can't wait to show you. And then like I came home and in the morning he says he saw me and he just smiled and started doing like a thousand armpit farts. Like, <laughs> come here, look at it, take it in. And then uh, take it in. We went to like a park and then. Uh, the whole family and I was like, well, well, I got to go to the store on the way home. And he's like, oh, I want to go in your car. So I go in my car. And he gets out of the car and he's like, I'm going to do this the whole time we shop. And was like, to like, sh- like he wanted to show the world that he can do this armpit yeah. farting. And I was like, hey, great. Fine. Go for it. So my kids just armpit farting all through Vons. Great. It was awesome. Which is a grocery it. store for people who don't know. Uh, yeah, it's a grocery store. I loved it. Oh, we have an addition. It was a grocery store before it was closed it was down. A gross. Kid was. <laughs> yeah. It was a gross. Yeah. A disgusting a grocery store. The grocery gang. <laughs> oh, we have an addition to, to this Jock vs. Nerd from Colonel John. Okay. Heil, Ariman, Mara, Satan, Shaitan, Iblis, Nighog, Mihurkeli, Mugwai, Alex Jones, they're all the same, really. Just imaginary characters who aren't real. Now, Jacob, Paul, and Matt, them something real. Hold this one out for a jock versus nerd, and let's make the game real. Uh-oh. Who's afraid? You have three Me. envelopes. I am, I am. I'm very Matt's afraid. afraid. The, the answer to your question is Matt. <gasps> oh, no, we have three envelopes. Envelope jock versus nerd, loser game. picks first. Open it up and enjoy the moment. I lost Runner up so goes hard next last time. And can either steal the loser's <laughs> prize or pick uh, one of the remaining envelopes. If a steal, the bereft loser picks one of the remaining envelopes. Somebody open it up and enjoy the moment. A winner may steal from anyone in the room. Twist or take the remaining envelope. As before, loser gets the remaining envelope. Trade amongst yourselves if desired. Congratulations. You've invented the market. Or you could use them on a date with the wife. Congratulations, you've invented. Never mind. We just got through talking and we can't take Jock for doing serious anymore. And then the, then the envelopes come back. <laughs> Stakes. But Grab it's... the cash and run. Don't walk back to the turn wherever it is this week and make us more content. You are our dancing monkeys. Fucking you in the brain. <laughs> That's Colonel John. I will say. We are your monkeys. Having a week away from all this, we the fact that we recorded the night before the last recording of, of, of Fool Us. Fool us. Oh, yeah. I can't believe we did that show. No, neither can I. And then uh, Justin could bring up stuff from that episode, and you and I both kept being like, what? What did we do? <laughs> we what had, happened? We had, it was our last episode. We had no recollection. No. That <laughs> next day, I fell asleep sitting in Penn's chair on the dais. <laughs> for like two minutes. Yeah. But, but, I, but was, I was in dreamland. Yeah. Christian, the other stand-in who was yeah. with me, he took pictures. He's got pictures of me oh, asleep hilarious. in that chair. Next I year, no stand. Out. Next year, just 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 uh, just writing and writing and, 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 and warm up. Yeah. That's the hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the yes. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like when you were still doing all your full stand-up schedule, I was like, wait, 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 what happened? Uh, it was also cra- we, we weren't crazy. supposed to record that night. We we had no. planned on we had planned on recording that show earlier in the week, and that, was, and that wasn't able to happen yeah, yeah. for some reason. I don't it's probably why. just as well. I know why. It's probably you just can't as well. Say on air why. It's probably Great. just as well that we did it. Oh, I know why. Yeah, that's right. Exactly, that's right. I remember that Jacob. Now. Exactly. It's just as well that we did it when we did secrets. it. Secrets. We're keeping so many secrets. secrets. So that, many but, very predictable secrets. But that went <laughs> from that recording. I was already like looking through time and space from lack of sleep and just exhaustion and the energy levels I was having to project at different times. Right. I could not remember animal facts that night. I had to go back several times. Like, what, what did you say? What did, what did you say? <laughs> what was your animal fact? You had something about a, a quadruped. What, what was, was it? it? I, mean, I, I remembered them better than I thought I would, but Jesus. So the categories for this scooper are the production meeting. 
Inside Joke Explained. Inside Joke Explained. The Jock versus Nerd. Are we going the whole thing? Ladies and gentlemen, it is And Weather and Parking. Vegas, parking and weather. No one does it better than ICS. <laughs> it's like as if we had to pay like a lot of royalties for this segment. I know, yeah. It's very expensive, Jock versus <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This one is so pricey. Uh, Matt, you're first. What do you want? I'll take uh, Inside Joke Explained for 200 Let's see here. This reptile is a highly venomous species found in Australia. <laughs> it was a tiger snake. <laughs> a tiger snake is correct. Oh, I'm going to be terrible. Uh, Paul, your turn. Uh, I will do production meeting for 200 because their high water content could make them explode, sausages earned this nickname during the Second World War. Uh, what is bangers? Oh, uh, yeah, that's right, bangers. All right, that's two so far that I would have not have gotten. Uh, let's see, I'll take, uh, I'll take uh, oh, Jack Nerd for 200. I was like, what does that have to do with production meeting? During World War II, the USA developed bomb casings dropped by this animal who would roost and release incendiary bombs. I believe it was bats. It was bats. All right. Bad. Matt, your turn. Bad. I'll take uh, weather and parking for 200. Ooh, all right. Out. Daily double. <laughs> I'll bet all 200 of this $200 question. Yep, here you go. Nevada has this many miles of paved roads, <laughs> and you get to be within 250. Uh, Shit. Uh, let's see. Probably more than 250. Okay, great. You want to just mm. guess 250? <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, that puts you anywhere from zero to five hundred. <laughs> I'll say, uh, I'll say five thousand. I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah, the guess right. on this. Five thousand oh, four hundred thirty. Oh, you're so close! Oh, oh come on! Terrible. So I was. That's as close, close to a wrong as I'm going to get. That's very uh-huh. close. Paul, you're up. Uh, I will do inside joke explained for four hundred. Let's see here. Though Siri does not know who fucked it first, this popular toy from the 1980s and 90s is very fuckable. What a water snake! <laughs> I'm sorry, it's Wonder Weenie. It's called a water snake! No, nope, that is the Wonder Weenie. So they made a call from that in Kentucky. Uh-huh. Mainstream people call it a Wonder Weenie. <laughs> I'll take Jack versus Nerd for 400. This bomb to cause attraction between enemy... For- this bomb to cause attraction between enemy forces was researched by the U.S. Air Force and was given the IG Nobel Prize in 2007. I have no idea. Uh, Matt. What? What category is this? This is Jock versus Nerd. Oh. This bomb to cause attraction between enemy forces was researched by the U.S. Air Force and was given the IG Nobel Prize in 2007. Sex bomb. The sex bomb. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> pass, pass. Fall. Pass. <laughs> it is the sex bomb. It is, oh, it is. No, It's the gay bomb. Oh, all right. The gay bomb. I would have given you credit for that. I Now, I, wait. I would have had to Did kind it really of know what I was a, talking it about. It won a prize? I guess. Does it work? I don't know. It must, right? I don't know. Kiss me. Let's find out. Mm, <laughs> gay bomb. Uh, or is it just a gay bomb? Is that just a typo? Just put it on your, put it on your lips. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Matt, you're up. I would only take partial credit if I knew something of what I was talking about. Right. But I, I was just making a joke. Um, I will take uh, Inside Joke Explained for 600 Let's see here. P is created in the kidney, then stored in this. The balls. 
The bladder. Oh, boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Paul, your turn. Uh, production meeting for 400, please. The word sausage derives from the word uh, salsicium, which means something, possibly pork, that has been preserved or seasoned with this ingredient. What is salt? I bet, I bet it is salt. It is salt. Hooray. There you go. Uh, let's see. It's my turn. I was, we were watching the uh, Behind the Curve documentary over Jacob's shoulder on the yeah. plane ride, and read, I read the documentary via subtitles. Right, right. Yeah, Paul asked me to turn the subtitles on. Yeah, it was a smart move. Yeah. It was a great. It was, great, it was entertaining the whole thing. There's a, a Netflix flat, documentary about uh, flat people who, who are flat earthers, yeah. And there's going to be a Peas throwing the balls documentary in like two years. <laughs> Certainly. I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm going Inside Joke Explained for 800. What what in the butt was frequently said by Jacob, but was also a YouTube sensation by this person? I don't know. Uh, Matt? No. Pass. Uh, Paul? Can't remember his name. Samwell. Oh, Samwell. Samwell. There you go. Uh, Matt, your turn. I'll take uh, weather and parking for 400. The hottest temperature on record for Las Vegas was hit on July 24th, 1942, and on June 20th, 2017, at this many degrees. Uh, I'm going to say 142. Okay, let's see. I would have guessed somewhere in the 120s. Let's see. 117. All right, guys. The streets are safe. <laughs> the streets are not melting. Not yet. I, we've never gotten to 120 here? I guess not. I thought yeah, we I did. Say, I, I thought 118 was the highest we've gotten. I don't know. I guess Apparently I guess 117 is the highest we've gotten. Well, this jock version here will hear from my lawyer. Hmm. Paul, you're up. I'll go with production meeting for six, please. Let's see here. Daily double. Category production meeting. The largest sausage ever weighed 1,740 kilograms, and it took over this many people to cook it within 25. <laughs> How many people did it take to cook a 1,740-kilogram sausage? Uh, I'll say uh, one overzealous lady. <laughs> right. I'll say 83. 83. 250. Oh, Jesus. 250. Not even close. Uh, it's my turn. I'll go production meeting for 800. J.J. Tranfield made the longest sausage ever over this many miles long. How is... What? Oh, because we talk about how the sausage gets made. Oh, It took there me that long go. to figure out why yep. they're all about sausage. <laughs> why is this just a sausage okay. category? I have no idea. Uh, Matt? Made, uh, the longest sausage ever made is how many miles long? I'm going to say uh, pass. Oh, wait. Can I, can I answer it? Uh, you want me to pass back to you? Yeah, can I? Can I? Can you pass back to me? Uh, Paul, any objections? All those in it. favor, say aye. I don't know it. Uh, say nay. All Let's right. open the floor for debate. All right. Uh, I'm going to say point uh, one. I'm going to say it's <laughs> over point one miles long. Thirty six miles over point one miles. Uh huh. He's going with the uh, clever phrasing there. I am. I'm Got using it. the phrasing to my advantage. Jacob wants that gift card or whatever. Well, it wasn't. Over, it wasn't over 36 miles long. It said it was over 36 miles. That was the answer. That was the answer. But you didn't answer over 36 miles. You answered one mile. I actually over over point one. Yeah. So it's. Uh, you think wrong? You gotta, I think it's wrong. Also. Yeah. No, it's definitely wrong in the spirit of the question. Yeah. Sure. It's just right in the in the wording of the question. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. 
maybe. It's okay. I've got I've got less than eight. I've got less uh, eight hundred less points than I actually have on the on the <laughs> thing. He felt very clever for doing that. Got it. Yeah. Well, can you just give him sure. this moment? Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, I won't claim those eight hundred points. <laughs> savor, savor, savor this moment, Jacob. Uh, I am savoring. It's time you got one savor over. Savor that sausage. I am. I'm savoring that <laughs> savory sausage. sausage. Savory sausage. <laughs> Matt, your turn. I'll take Jock versus Nerd for six hundred. No. In Bristol, UK, a suspicious package was reported and then destroyed in an explosion. What was in the box? Or these were in the box. Uh, Bristol, UK, a, a suspicious package was reported and then destroyed in an explosion. These were in the box. Soccer balls. Good guess. Let's Good see guess. here. Instructions on how to report a suspicious package. Why that is that Jack is versus I have no idea. That must that must relate to something that we talked about at some point. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. But yeah, I, that does not ring any, any familiarity bells. Between the me. bladder thing and this, I'm mad now. <laughs> Paul, the bladder thing was... I'll do Jock versus that was a mean for one. 800. It was real mean. Yeah. Uh, the largest explosive attack on New York prior to 2001 was caused by this animal and hundreds of pounds of TNT. <laughs> oh, TNT. Oi. Dynamite. Oi. TNT. Oi. Out of Oi. sight. Oi. TNT. Oi. It's a metaphor Oi. for something I'm Oi. doing with my penis. Oi. All our songs Oi. are metaphors Oi. for something I'm Oi. doing with Oi. my penis. Oi. Yeah! For those of you who tuned in today for the acapella ACDC covers, you're you're welcome. welcome. (laughs) Light my fuse. That's my penis. Watch it explode. Light my penis! (laughs) I will say that I think we did pretty well uh, for an acapella cover of ACDC. It's colored red. (laughs) Light my penis! Paul, the largest explosive attack on New York prior to 2001 was caused by this animal and hundreds of pounds of TNT. If ignored for too long, it sweats nitroglycerin. Like my penis! <laughs> I don't know. I'm passing. I'm passing as well, Matt. My penis! <laughs> I, I, this rings a bell, though. Just like my penis! Your penis rings a bell. Shook me all night long. Like my penis! <laughs> Matt, uh, cow. Let's see, a horse. Of course, of course, it was a horse. Just like my penis. <laughs> I'm hung like a horse. Like my penis. <laughs> Vegas parking weather for six hundred. <laughs> the coldest day recorded for Las Vegas was eight Fahrenheit or thirteen degrees or minus thirteen degrees Celsius in January of this year. I don't know, uh, Matt. <laughs> I don't know, Paul. No idea. Hell's bells on my ball. 1963. <laughs> 1963. <laughs> 1963, like my penis. Matt, closing out the game. Vegas parking weather for 800. Let's do this. Take it home. For, for the, the 2016 holidays, Vegas parking allowed people to pay for their tickets with this item that Paul collects. Like my penis. <laughs> uh, incorrect. Um, this is a gimme. This is a layup. Apolo- what is it? Apologetic notes from waitresses. Oh, uh, what? Hold oh. on, hold on. That they're sorry. They they're apologizing sorry to me. Yeah, they feel sorry for you <laughs> for having to put up with Anne. Like, we're so sorry you ordered what you did. Uh, I'm sure that your bowels and lower GI are going to be in a fight 
Uh, uh, I will say toys. Yeah. Toys. Let's see here. It is toys. Matt knocked that one out of the park. And that's the ball game. Matt has negative 1,600. Paul has negative 400. And I have 200 minus my, my $800. Uh, I have 1,000 on the paper, but I have 200 for real. All right. So still one. Still one. So, Matt, uh, do you want envelope one, two, or three? Uh, two. Two, let's see here. Envelope two. Is envelope like two for penis. you? <laughs> Open my cock like an envelope. <laughs> She's it's the gonna be painful. She's right. the envelope. The card is like my penis. I have a $25 gift card to Cracker Barrel. Oh, oh shuck it, Ducky. Yeah. Uh, Paul, you're next. You want one or three? Three. Here's three for That's you. That's the magic number. Paul didn't want Cracker yes, Barrel. He is. went for the new one. It's the magic number. So, Jacob, you get to either. Oh. Well, I get. I have to see what Paul has. Yeah. It says, let's It says let's make it Let's make, let's it, make real. it real. Starbucks. Starbucks. Oh, Starbucks. 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 All right. I'm going to use a little gamesmanship here. I'm going to bet that something's going to happen afterwards, but I'm going to take that uh, Cracker Barrel card. You want the Cracker Barrel card? I want the card. Cracker Barrel card, yeah. Right. Really? Well, I don't know what the other one is. I might be sad. Cracker your barrel. All right, guys. I lost the game, but here I am with a final envelope. Yep. And it is IHOP, $25 gift card to IHOP. Oh. The gamesmanship that I was playing is I'm betting that Paul is going to trade Matt for that uh, Starbucks card. Oh, I was. You, 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 Paul and I are of mutual interest here. Yeah. This, you get, that's that's a breakfast with the boys. Yeah, yeah. That's, but I'll never, you, do you go here to IHOP? You go to IHOP? No. no okay. I'll okay. Because I go to Starbucks, but you don't. But my wife does. Got it. Oh, so this okay. is going to get me wifey points. There we go. <laughs> okay. Recliner time. More recliner well, will time. Will you yeah. use the Cracker Barrel card then? No. Okay. <laughs> you haven't taken the boys to IHOP yet? I'll go now. I was going to say, if they yeah. haven't had a Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity, they're about to change How dare lives. you? They are my children. <laughs> they are my goddamn children. How dare you? <laughs> the Diocese of Brooklyn demands an apology from you. <laughs> Uh, we would like to, on this, on this case, uh, I said I have gift certificates to Cracker Barrel already for my children because of Christine. Ah, that's so right. I'm, already, I'm, already, I'm all lined up. There you go. Take the kids there. Oh, yeah. I think we burned our uh, Christine Cracker Barrel gift card already. You already used yours? I think we did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you meant like you upset her and you won't get one ever again. Yeah, we burned it. <laughs> we fucking burned that bridge. <laughs> and I sent Christine the video of us burning it. Thank you so much. <laughs> what an incredibly generous thing. Thank That's you. That's great, Colonel John. Thank you so much. And thank you to um, uh, She scoop, she Scores for that scooperty. Sploosh. I'm Sploosh. on the highway to hell. It's Sploosh. like my penis. <laughs> after my penis. <laughs> if you want to send us a, uh, a scoop the mail. highway is like the shaft. We're starting to run a little low on just regular scoop mails. So if you want to send us a scoop mail, uh, you can either send it to Matt and Mattingly at, uh, or sorry, uh, admin at mattandmattingly.com, or you can just go over to heyscoops.com and send us an email right from, uh, right from the homepage there. Uh, and if you want to... Uh, we haven't had shitty job stories in a while. We true. love a tale of an old shitty job or current uh-huh. shitty job, mm-hmm. but just the enlighten us of the world of a shitty job yeah. is always a nice one. We like fun uh, first-time sexual experiences. Yes, as we, long as everything's on the up and up. Yep, and nothing we, uh, that we're going to make us feel like we're talking to a criminal. Yep, we like those. <laughs> and uh, uh, 
bad day but not a sexual criminal. criminal stories. If you're an, if you're a different kind of criminal, oh, yeah, it's like not if, a sexual if criminal. If you blew a bank robber, that's still a story we want. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We still want that. Yeah, we, good, want, we good, want we want we want to hear good about that. clarification on that, Jacob. Yeah. If it was a consensual blowing of a bank robber, we're happy also with that. if you're writing an original play, we'd love to hear the summary. Yes, we would. No, that's not true. <laughs> not true at all. Don't do that. Don't share that. We would love to hear the summary in five sentences or less. Do not share that kind of shit. Stop it. Don't do it. That's bad form on all levels. Don't do that shit. And if you want to do a scooperty, of course, you can head over to 25,000website.com and do a scooperty. Or if you elaborately did your boss in like that one scoop mail we got, that was just fucking amazing. Yes. The shoe store, the go work to the shoe store. Yeah, that was great. Oh, that was crazy good. Yeah, yeah. So send us, a, send us some scoop mail there. Uh, again, uh, it's admin at mattmattingly.com, or you can head over to heyscoops.com and send us uh, an email right there from the homepage. Well, well what if I, let's see, uh, what, what drives you crazy about your spouse? You know, we have a lot of married <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Might as well, like, cause some fights. You know what I mean? No! I mean, start writing it and just, yeah, yeah. just no! bitch out your spouse. <laughs> We're just going to get, like, 20 emails from Ann now. Uh <laughs> She listened. So she listened yeah. to the last podcast. She's like, "I want to start a podcast with John where I just go on and re- re- correct everything that Paul says." <laughs> just have John yeah. and Anne start a podcast together yeah. called "Correcting Paul." Correcting yeah. Paul. That's yeah. a fine idea. But it's, you know, I didn't have that many corrections from John. Like two minor little things. There's, there's one. Yeah, there, yeah. You just don't remember that your grandma was going to beat you too. She wasn't going to beat me. That's the thing. See, this is the core of that. Is that she was your brother thinks that he was a hero to you for uh-huh. that moment? He wrong, and you give him no credit. It's not. I'm not giving him no credit. He was about to get his ass whipped <laughs> for the both of you. No, he just by himself. <laughs> she think he thinks it was all this whole. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember it being the big wheel fiasco. But anyway, I could be wrong. I I'm think- big enough to say I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm big enough to have a heart attack, uh, but uh, I'm also big enough to say I could be wrong. <laughs> a friend of mine had a uh, had a heart attack last week. Oh, congratulations! Oh, yeah. How much? How many yeah. pounds? Oh uh, yeah, four ten, year girl. Ten fingers, ten toes, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Out of nowhere, a uh, little, little older than me, just but not not much. Oh no! And uh, just just dropped down. Had a massive heart healthy? attack. Had healthy, healthy, pretty healthy. Yeah, works out. Uh, yes. All right. <laughs> Hundred percent blockage in a, in one artery. Ooh, Holy shit! I tell you honestly, yeah. more and more they see find this shit. It's a it's a lot of hereditary genetic factors. Yes, sure. And bacon, bacon ain't helping. And bacon, 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 bacon didn't hurt, no. Bacon Bob, Bob, hurts. It, it seems like it hurts. Don't blame bacon. What? Well, yes. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm blaming bacon. You can. You can. <laughs> Yucatan, man, we had Peninsula. The, the breakfast tacos that we got. Oh yeah, yeah, those were oh, good. Oh, they were real good. There was, they were. There was a lot. There was a lot. Of bacon <laughs> what just happened lot. there? Paul just remembered bacon. The last time he experienced yeah. bacon, <laughs> that was my most recent bacon experience. <laughs> and it was in taco form. Dear taco, dear taco. I never thought it would. Oh, goodbye. Um, I want to thank Pencil for creating this podcast. Thanks, Ben. I also want to thank Alfonso Gerardo Garcia Diaz Barriga, the bacon taco. <laughs> I want to say big thanks to Eat Shit, Jacob the Audio Guy. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> From inside the taco nest. I want to thank Amos Giva, whose pee is stored in the bladder. How boring. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Scooper Nintendo Chalmers. I bent my Wookiee. I want to thank Angela Flat Ass Earth Chan. 
Thank you, Heather Devine Hansen, who could not figure out the laser flat earth test. I want to thank uh, Asti Spumoni, who's a one-legged waitress at IHOP. <laughs> thank you, Psychotic Scoop, for <laughs> hopping all the way around with my Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. I want to thank Monodoc Scoop, who has two more kiln puns. What's up, Scoop Scoop, in a stupid-ass way? Killing me softly with his name. <laughs> uh, I want to thank the Scoop with two names, who's only being thanked with one of them right now. I want to thank the Lapis Lagomorph, who is mostly vampire. Mostly vampire. I want to thank uh, Darth Scooper, who just got uh, uh, suck, done sucking off Emperor Saltine. <laughs> Howard Jackson, who is full vampire. Full vampire. Uh, David Johnson, inventor of the tiger snake. The Scoopish Chef, who is a chef vampire. Chef vampire. Ice Cream Scoop Sunday School, whose tastes in podcasts make him a sommelier of podcasts. Jason Thomas, two-thirds vampire. Two-thirds vampire. Uh, Doc Scoop, liking this podcast? Liking life. He's a werewolf. Jacob Dinkelaker, nine-eighths. Of a vampire. Uh, Daisy Scoop, whose vagina is a highway to hell. <laughs> Oi! Jacob Harrington, who has a herringbone. Like my penis! <laughs> uh, Elizabeth, uh, uh, Elizabeth Little, who recently put uh, bells on her pasties, so they're hell's bells! <laughs> that cool new Scoop, who is a lot like my penis! Uh, Scoop Emily, who, uh, who, uh, when she farts in the room, it's thunderstruck. <laughs> One fell scoop. Like my penis. <laughs> Inconceivable. It's like Paul's penis. <laughs> a scooper conductor. I am a scooper conductor. As is my penis. <laughs> uh, Finn Stephenson, who shook me all night long because I wouldn't wake up from a nap. Jason Horcastis, who is a Horcruxtis. Like my penis. Garrett Godfrey, who is the voice of uh, the bird in the next Aladdin movie. Oh, Nine Inch Scoop. Like my penis! Duck, not, not true at all. Not even close. Duck Build Scoopapus, who's a great name. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> is also like Paul's penis. Scoopy Bartfast. Smart fart took the elevator. Uh, Graham Whitaker with two T's. Both T's are stored in the balls. Jeff Harris. Like my the following scoops all have big balls, like Paul's penis. Aaron Croker, Barry Spath, Scoop, the Ice Cream Headache, Kinky Scoop, Erica Kalovich, Eric Nielsen, Frank uh, Bichetti, the Salty Squid, Gringing Guest Yet, uh, Gareth Mayu, Gareth Pierce, Glenn, My Balls Are Itchy, Jacob McCulley, James Lawrence, James Pearson, Jameson Fisher, Jason Booten, Jason Minch, Jason Victor, J uh, Jay Shapiro, Jeff Faust, and Jeffrey Nowyuk. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much. Hey, if you want to be thanked on air, go to PreachingFun.com, part of our Patreon page. Do it. Uh, we got a good Patreon conversation at the uh, the in Austin. I think we we did. We want to have we want to shake it up a little bit. Uh, we'll be updating our do do two different updates to our Patreon page soon. Mm -hmm. Just to figure out all the details for it. But I think we have some cool ideas. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, you can help uh, get us to our level of unleashing Super Satan before we release those cool new ideas. Head over to our Patreon page. We still have awesome stuff now. We do. We still have awesome stuff now. Uh, you can go me, check that, that out. Just made me giggle. No, you're right. A bad salesmanship on my part. 
I gotta go take a class at the learning annex. No, it's yeah. better to get on the Patreon wagon now, so when the new cool stuff comes, you don't have to think about. You're already it. It's in. Automatic. Yeah, yeah. You're already like shit. I was already there. Don't miss that first month when we change a few interesting items. Yeah. Be like, oh man, I missed that first month when they changed a few interesting items. I wish I was one of those cool kids. <laughs> we we are. can be. <laughs> one, one of the ideas that we have, we're gonna have to give a couple of months of warning. I think at I least think one so. month. At least one month of warning because it is something. If you do miss the first one, you're yeah. gonna be sad yeah so you might you, you honestly might want to do that uh, might want to head over there now and there's just some awesome stuff on the old uh, preachingfun.com yep um so, so thanks a lot everybody and we will see you soon we'll see you To them drums, though. Rule Scooptania. Would like a limerick about being home alone when the wife is away for the weekend. Dedicated to little Sammy Scoop. Here we are right in the thick of March. You can you can feel the St. Patrick's Day fury yeah. building up. It's yeah. a, it's I a am thick March. Very disappointed that I will be working on Fremont Street during St. Patrick's Day. Oh, oh that's going to be terrible. I, this is two years in a row. But last year I was out in the thick of it promoting opium during St. Patrick's Day. Oh. Is St. Patrick's Day Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. But okay. it'll, it'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Probably Monday. But Sunday will be the, the worst Sunday, of it. Mm, no, I think Saturday will be the worst of it. You think? I think fr- I think all week is going to be the worst <laughs> of it. It's, it's just going to be, be the worst. a shit show. Yeah, it always is. I will proudly say that I used one of my gets when I was doing warm-up. I was asking people, did you hear this? No. Nope. So when I was doing warm-up, I was able to, uh, you know, they, they, they had had an earpiece for me. So the booth, the truck was calling for me. They're like, hey, we need to get some reaction shots from the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, let's, we got to get some grossed-out reaction shots. Uh-huh. So I want your gross faces, everybody. Let me see your gross faces. And they give me a gross face. And I was like, that's pretty good. And this next time around, I want you even grosser. I want Vegas gross. You guys know what you've seen out there. You've been walking around these streets for a while. You've been <laughs> say, give me that Vegas gross. And they gave it to me. I was like, oh, yeah, that's some Fremont Street right there. And they laughed. <laughs> they laughed. They laughed. They laughed. <laughs> so a limerick about being home alone while the wife is away for the weekend. <laughs> Paul's already laughing at himself. <laughs> When she returns, the house will be at its cleanest. <laughs> so she can't come at me at her meanest. Dishes are done. It's time to have fun. Gonna jack off my penis! <laughs> <laughs> Brian Emerald would like a limerick about collecting vintage girls' toys like Littlest Pet Shop and Polly Pocket dedicated to my wife whose collection is getting out of hand. Whoa. I say congratulations to her. <laughs> well done. Once a collection starts to get out of hand, you're getting there. Yeah. yeah. So do a limerick about it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> say it, Say that in the form of a limerick. <laughs> uh, kudos, collect, collectors uh, world round. Uh, I'm as proud as I can be on the ground. 
Buy what you like. Recapture the life of a tyke. And uh, you'll be buried in it and never be found. A penis! <laughs> Grandma Jane, I like a topic. Uh, a limerick about wedding fan fiction. Oh, it's dedicated just, to, wedding's coming I, up very soon. It is. I'm dedicated to, I keep telling you people, it's not a themed wedding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wedding fan fiction. I wrote a story about a bride whose vagina was made like a slide. (laughs) In the marriage bed they lay, the groom tried as he may, (laughs) but he went down head first and he died. (laughs) Highway to hell! Like my penis! And now it's time for, for a haiku. In the cave of wonders lives a haiku man. Ooh, tell me your haiku. Elio Dare would like a haiku about blindly driving into traffic all willy nilly, dedicated to yield signs. And optimistic traffic engineers. Good luck, everybody else. <laughs> What's that from? Family Guy. Yes. Oh, no, it's, maybe it's American Dad. I can't remember. But like, I think it's Family Guy. All Good right. luck, everybody else. Good luck, everybody else. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> There is no way through. All roads lead to nowhere now. Round about my ass. <laughs> and now it's time. That's, and that's an order. And that's an order. <laughs> Get around about my ass. Like my penis. <laughs> like your penis. It's not a triple threat. I like your penis! Reverend Dr. Commander in Scoop <laughs> says, Can I please get a triple thread about slunks dedicated to vegans? Oh, God. 185 slunks walk into a bar. It was a mink bar, and they all got eaten. Oh. <laughs> 185 slunks walk into the bar, and the bartender vomits until he dies. <laughs> I like my women like I like my slunks. They just lay there nice and still while I do my business. <laughs> They call me the slunk because I'm tender. <laughs> True. Uh, what's the difference between your mom and a slunk? What's what? that? One instantly induces vomiting upon sight, and the other one is a slunk. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to know what a slunk is, uh, we're not going to explain it again. Yeah, yeah. What That's, episode is that that it's on? It's about the meeks. It's one of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of the ones that happened before this one. It's a yeah. classic. Scoop Dreams are like a triple threat about leprechauns dedicated to ravaged livers everywhere. One hundred and eighty-five leprechauns uh-huh. walk into the bar. Barney says, "We don't serve leprechauns here." And they go, "Oh!" And they make a magic rope and they climb away with me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, they call me the Leprechaun because I rip my shirt off in the middle of uh, of, of Scoop uh, podcasting and just stand there and I look like the Notre Dame mascot. <laughs> and my name is Brian Brushman. Oh, uh, I like my women like I like my uh, leprechauns, uh, short and with facial hair. I like my women yeah. like I like my leprechauns. Uh, they go about creating a lot of delicious marshmallowy goodness inside their genital mills. <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and a leprechaun? What's that? One, if you catch them, you'll end up with a wish and a pot of gold. The other, if you catch them, you'll end up with shit all over you. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Well, which one is it? Uh, the second one is the leprechaun. Oh, They are man. mean. Uh I just you just made me Your think about a bad rap. watching those movies. I need to watch the Leprechaun movie. We need to watch Leprechauns in space. Yeah, just Leprechaun in space. Yeah, we Great. need to watch together and do a riff. Yeah. Um. And also, I got heavy endorsements from uh, a scoop in that we that we met up with in in uh, Austin. Austin. She loves. She doesn't care for the podcast, but she loved. Our arrow stuff. <laughs> oh, really? Could not get enough. Could not get enough of our arrow stuff. Doesn't like the rest of the stuff we do. Not a huge podcast Hilarious. head. She's not been fully obelisk, exactly. Yeah. She's, What's she, different she's... activity to sit and listen to and watch Netflix? Right. is a different activity. It oh, is. I get it. That's funny. But she really enjoyed our stuff. Oh, that's funny. Sorry, Scoop. we did about six episodes? Like yeah. Six or seven, yeah. Scoop Chang, the Beijing Bugle, would like a triple threat about Stuffed Shark, dedicated to famed Finnish hockey player... Timu Silani. <laughs> the stuffed shark. A stuffed shark. Baby yeah. shark. Do, 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 do. Baby shark. Have you guys gone through the baby yep. shark face? Yeah. And there's a Halloween one where they go boop, 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 boop. It's done. Yeah. Okay. So- 185 stuffed sharks walk into a bar. A bartender said, uh, would, could I interest you, any of you in something to eat? And they're like, oh, no. We no. are stuffed. Oh, man. No way. No, thank you. Oh, if I said yes, I'd regret it. But it's only a waffle thing. Piss off. Piss off. I could eat no fucking thing. Oh, but sir, it's only a waffle thing. Oh, fuck you. Give me a bucket. I like my women like I like my stuffed sharks. Looking like a fish instead of smelling like a fish. Ow! Mm, tell it. Tell it. Tell it, tell it, tell it. They call me the stuffed shark because you can. I can be seen hanging from the ceiling in an aquarium museum. <laughs> it's where I like to hang out. What's the difference between your mom and a stuffed shark? What's that? What's that? That bitch ain't never growing her teeth back. <laughs> <laughs> a scuba root canal would like a triple threat about moms dedicated to dads. Oh my god! <laughs> hundred and eighty-five. Your mom's walking to the bar. Barter just sees one hundred and eighty-five ugly bitches. Stay ah! down. 185, your mom's, mom's walking into a bar. Bartender's like, oh, good. I lost the last mop we had. <laughs> your mom's a mop. Your mom's a mop. Boom. <laughs> they call me your mom because I'm a horrible piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like my women like I like your mom. States away from me. <laughs> yeah. Away. What's the difference between your mom and your mom? What? what? Nothing, ugly bitch. That ugly bitch. Whoa, David zing. Walker, we're like a triple threat about rushed emails. Oh, no. Been a victim of those. I like my women like I like my rushed emails. Filled with typos. <laughs> uh, 185 uh, rushed emails walk in the bar. Barnes says, what will be? And they're like, 
we'll have four d- uh, apple pints of feet nerds. <laughs> 185 uh, rushed emails walk into a bar. Bartender says, uh, what would you like? And they say, we would all like some oh. beers. And the bartender's like, oh, no, they replied all. <laughs> caps lock. All caps. Uh, uh, they call me the rushed email because dittos. <laughs> dittos rush. <laughs> uh, what's the difference to your mom? And a rushed email. What's up? One looks like a rushed email. The other one looks like a beach sea whale. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, They sound the same. Beach sea whale, rushed email. Doc Scoop wants me to get a divorce because he'd like to hear a triple threat about SJ, Jacob's wife, dedicated to Taylor Swift. (laughs) Sexy, sexy Taylor Swift. (laughs) 185 SJs walking to the bar. Bartender says, I'm sorry we don't serve SJs here. And SJs are like... Bullshit. You serve me right now. And they do. They do. that's how SJ rolls. They give it to her for free. Yep. Yeah. Uh, They call me, uh, they call me SJ uh, because of my uh, uh, legal blindness when it comes to looking and identifying good looking men. (laughs) 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 She only got it right once. Uh, I like my women like I like my SJ. Uh, just bratty and unpleasant to be around. <laughs> <laughs> bratty. <laughs> uh, I like my women like I like my SJ. Driving the go-kart into the dirt uh, <laughs> causing it to turn over. <laughs> At a Monster Jam event. Is this a recent event that happened? Yeah, she, hadn't she, t- she hadn't flipped one yet. She, but she, she keeps coming real close. And they keep telling her to slow down, and she won't. Yeah, she will not. I can't wait to have her on here talking about the Monster Jam stuff. What's the what's the news in your mom and SJ? What? what? Uh, one, uh, decorated an entire Scoop Fest two years in a row for uh, for the band part of the for the Jock versus Nerd Ball, uh-huh. practically single-handedly. Where was your mom, dude? Where was your mom at, lazy bitch? Oh, that lazy bitch. What's the difference between uh, your mom and SJ? What? One works in the rock vault. One is a cock vault. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and SJ? One of them was willing to have children at some point in their lives. <laughs> Scuba Metrics would like a triple threat about ring pop engagement rings dedicated to Asti Spumante. Ring pop engagement rings? Yeah. Triple threat? Yeah. Those are fine until the first day it rains. A hundred, uh, 185 ring pops walk in the bar. Bartender says, we don't serve ring pops here. And they're like, oh, that sucks. Oh. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Because it's a <laughs> popsicle. No. It's a lollipop. Yep. Yeah. It's like a sucker. You're a sucker if you take one. Hey. Oh. I like my women like I like my ring pops uh, on sale in gas stations. <laughs> they call me the ring pop because as soon as I hear a phone call from a woman, I explode with ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and a ring pop? <laughs> One will leave your fingers red. One will leave your fingers red and sticky, and the other's a ring pop. Ah, gross. 
Nasty. Rocket Scoop would like a triple threat about mispronunciations dedicated to audio guys trying to pronounce my dog's name. Uh, Ryu is in Ryu from Shinmu. Great. Uh, while drunk, <laughs> pronounce Chimera. Ryu. Ryu? Yep. R-Y-O? I don't know. Oh, care. no, that might be. I don't Here I don't we go it. again. I don't, I don't care. I don't know that one. Good. So what's the what's the thing? Uh, mispronunciations. Okay. A hundred and eighty-five mispronunciations walking to the bar, and a hundred and eighty-five rushed emails are like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, buddy, you my friend. Yeah, we go together. Like you wop a lava lava dab dab ding dong." Together forever, like we don't be the I like my women, like I like my mispronunciations. Yeah. Hi, Savannah. No. <laughs> they call me the mispronunciation because I I flop out of your mouth in a weird way. <laughs> uh, what's the difference in your mom and a mispronunciation? What? One's embarrassing. To have in your mouth in a public setting, and the other is embarrassing to have in your mouth in any setting. What's the difference between your mom and a mispronunciation? What's, What's that? that? One is a vocal foible. The other is filled with the semen of thousands of strangers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Fill her up. <laughs> An Antichrist superstar would like a triple threat about cats. Dedicated to my cat, Fred. All right. Cats. 185 cats walking to the bar. Barney says, we don't serve cats here. They're like, that's okay. We weren't really feeling in it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 185 cats walking to the bar. Bartender says, we don't serve cats. And the cats all head out towards the bar. And Bartender's like, that's right. Run, you pussy. <laughs> 185 cats walking to the bar. Bartender says, we don't serve cats. And they're like, oh, perfectly laid plans. <laughs> Gone to shit. <laughs> Uh, I like my women like I like my cats. They can easily stretch to lick their asshole. <laughs> and do. And do. on on Without the slightest provocation. No. They just sit in a sunbeam and lick that ass. I like my women like I like my cats. Because yeah. even if they have AIDS, I'm not going to get that. I'm not <laughs> going to get, get, oh, yeah, yeah. get that AIDS. I'm not getting kitty AIDS. <laughs> I'm safe from that. They, they call me the cat. Because I just sit in the window and look out of it creepily. You don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> I'm just looking. They call me the cat because if you feed me once, I'll be coming by. Yep. You know I'll be there. I'll be there for your food because I'm a cat. They call me the cat because I'm basically just a housebroken raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and a cat? What? Uh, someone can have 12 cats and they shouldn't be arrested. <laughs> uh, what's the difference between your mom and a cat? What's that? What? One opens its puss flaps to spray on everything that it wants to own. <laughs> yeah? The other is a cat. <laughs> what's the difference between your mom and a cat? What? One can be trained to at least piss in a box. <laughs> and the other one just pisses everywhere. Because she's disgusting. What? What's the difference between your mom and a cat? What? One... Uh, gets all this public funding saying that their reproductive rights should be taken away, and the other is cats. <laughs> Great! We nailed it! 
Knocked it out. Mission accomplished. Cats. Boom. Did you see that tweet I put up? Said Robocop should be called Stop the Miss Crime. Yes. Yes. Transformer. I don't think I saw it. I think you told me about it. Makes me laugh. Yeah. Thank you for your cooperation. (laughs) Cats. I think we're just going to go back to Austin because we liked it there. Okay. So we'll see you soon.